All right, welcome everybody to Three Brews In, episode 13. Hello! That was really loud, and uh, I should probably... <laughs> That's a neat segue. <clears throat> Isn't it? So, yeah, you might you might notice a little bit of a difference in our broadcast <laughs> this episode, and, and it, it, it involves a story that I, that I have to tell, so... Well, you know, we gotten some some feedback, and like so and so needs to sit closer to the mic. You need mm-hmm. to you need to like speak up a little bit. And I thought, why why is it that my voice is always like crystal clear and able to be heard, no matter what microphone I give these guys? It it just doesn't seem to work. So I came down hour and a half before the podcast. I, I pulled out all the all the wires and disconnected the microphones, and was messing around with the audio program that we use. And and I looked at him and I'm talking, you know, the test test and like, why is everything that I say being picked up when there's not a single microphone being attached? Like what? <laughs> Whoops! What, like what is going on? And, and it finally <laughs> finally dawned on me that for the last twelve episodes, this entire podcast has been recorded on the microphone on the computer itself. <laughs> so we have been sitting. In- <laughs> approximately four and a half months four and a half months <laughs> we've been we've been like moving microphones around when we have yeah, guests that's, that's making that's make sure no here get that mic yeah yep, get that mic talk make, into make it. sure you're talking to the mic when in fact these mics were no better than how, how many times did we mic check and you said yep that's good nope, that's <laughs> good it's good yeah it's, it's good just, just lying and just lying. You didn't see anything <laughs> and and I like during the the course of the broadcast, like someone might be talking a little quiet, so I would like motion yeah, yeah. forward, like get closer to the mic. Right. They'd get closer to the mic, and I give them a thumbs up because it was because we were inching closer to the computer, inching closer to the computer that's sitting directly in front of me. <laughs> so, uh, so, so it, it I, does say a little something about the the microphone on on the laptop, though. I, which, right, right. I, I mean, I guess, it, it I wasn't mean, a <laughs> horrible microphone, and. So once I figured it out, then I mean Justin saw the look in my face when I when he walked into the basement tonight, and well, you I was the uh, I was the the third guy um, here today, and both of them had this look that was really a weird weird look, like something bad, something funny. I wasn't sure, and I'm like, "You're gonna tell me?" They're like, "We're gonna tell you." So another thirty seconds goes by, and it's like, "What's going on?" You know, uh, we haven't been using the mics. <laughs> I don't even think I broke strides. Like, of course we haven't. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. You know, I, so now, yeah, we, if you noticed, I didn't say no or of course. Like, oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's about right. That's about right. It's, it's about yeah. right. <laughs> par for the course. It's very, yep. very par for the course for for three three brews in. So, <laughs> all right. Hopefully, going forward, our, our audio will be better. Right. <laughs> no, I just and, and I think uh, I think Justin just brought it up, and I think you've got a little bit of explaining to do because. Every broadcast, we do, hey, guys, do a quick mic check, and we do mic check, whatever, and you'd have this serious look on your face, and you'd be looking at the screen, and then you'd kind of give this affirmative head nod. I, I want to know what the hell you were looking at every single time. Because uh, well, I, I can see the audio that you're getting, and you would like, mic check, mic check, and yep, there it is right oh, there, because it's okay. picking up on the microphone for the computer. Okay, I, did, I, I, I just that, that makes sense. Looking at the board where you know all of our mics are plugged in, well, and I, didn't, I don't know how this board works. Yeah, for sure you don't. <laughs> well, obviously, we obviously. haven't been. <laughs> and and we had to bring in a ringer, my neighbor, who's good at this. We did very things, well. Yeah, came in at the last minute, very nicely, and I he just started punching buttons until something something works. So now our now our microphones works. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he, he, he did something that, that is kind of a universal deal, and I don't know if you guys even noticed, but he actually picked up the board and did the, like the 45-degree turn on it. <laughs> like, some, somehow, some way. It, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there is. I don't know if he was expecting to see like a gaping hole in the bottom. Or... <laughs> the, waiting for the water or the beer to just pour out like, the bottom of it. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah, it's, it's, it's working now, so hopefully it'll be a little bit better for, for people listening. <laughs> My bad, guys. <laughs> well, and, well and, then, and like Travis said, it's better that it happened now and not like episode 14 or something. <laughs> We'd just be stupid if we went. <laughs> you imagine going 13 episodes without mics? <laughs> it's just, it's so perfectly us. But, oh, but, absolutely. But, 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 I, but I can't help back to go back to the one where now it really, really makes sense. And that's when we were on my deck, my, my big deck. Yes. And um, Your big the, deck. The, the wind. And it's like, I remember talking pretty close to the mic because I was aware, hey, we're outside and there's boats going by. Yep. And now it really makes perfect sense that it didn't come through very clearly. Why? Because, <laughs> because it was just... windy and I was three feet away from the computer. <laughs> It's amazing they heard a word. Oh, oh yeah, having your mom talk uh, talk to right. and be right. able to actually yeah, pick Mrs. up what she was talking. She yeah. she she came through pretty well. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, All right. so we got that out of our system. We got it out of our system. So maybe we'll have a more professional podcast after this. Well, professional <laughs> sounding, sounding podcast. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Travis, you brought the beer this week. Do you I want did. to lead us into to what we're drinking? Yep. Got myself a Scotch Ale here from the Great Dane Brewery, of course, in. Um, Madison comes in at a six point five. Um, we'll cover Ooh. we'll cover the details later. But any early thoughts before I read what it says on the side? Well, my, my earliest thought was earlier we we put something in the bylaws that said um, six point eight. Six point eight is, is the limit. Is a limit. That's the like, top. We can't do that anymore. No, we just said we can't be at six point eight. It was more of a right. That, that right. That's, that's our ceiling. That's the ceiling. That's the ceiling. Whoa, whoa, 6. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Right. No, we just can't do six eight. We could do six point nine or six point six or whatever. Oh. We just because it, it, it's like it's like the baseball player that can't step on the chalk line. Oh, oh, we can, oh, we can go higher than six eight. See, I, I misunderstood that completely. So I. I, I hope you're okay with that. I don't think we'll do it much, but well, six point no, five is below six point eight anyway. No, so no, no, no really. yes, but but my point is what at least I had intended was no more six point eight just because that's a demon number. I got yeah, you. Okay. okay, I, I understand. Six point seven, six point nine, we can do, and this one comes in. So the can, if you haven't seen it, oh, is this purple metallic head of a Great Dane, one of my favorite dog breeds, by the way, and um, a stone of scone. Is that what you say? Is it stone, stone of scone? Stone yep. of scone, and. The white background is fantastic. I think mm-hmm. I think a white background on so many of these things may make a difference. But um, like I said, six point five, and I read a little something here. Um, a hint of sweetness in this rich yet balanced Scottish style ale. It's their oldest recipe of the the Great Dane Brewery. Have you been and, there? To the Great Dane Brewery? I might be the only one that hasn't. I would love to go. I haven't been, been to the Madison one. I've been oh. into Fitchburg. Oh, okay. I've been to the Madison one. A little it, unique here. They've uh, they've got, um, in black block letters, they have Scotch Ale. Just a little subtle difference. I'm huge mm-hmm. into the, the graphics on pants. A little bit offset. You you missed a really important part of that uh, that uh, description. Okay. It, seven different malts dominated by caramel or caramel mm-hmm. and backed by chocolate and victory. There's oh, victory in this. I'm just seeing the health warning victory. here. Wait a minute. 
Yeah. Backed oh. by chocolate and victory. Oh, yeah. I, I skipped right to the... Uh, okay. Yeah, there's victory in this. Yeah. Okay. Infused with victory. So infused with victory. You know, I, I say we, we, we save it till the end here, but I think our uh, initial, you know... I'll, I'll say this. I was disappointed when you brought in a Scotch Ale. Cause really? Because I, I don't like Scotch Ales. Right. Because they're sweet. They have that caramel sweetness mm-hmm. to them. I, okay. I don't like them. I've had them before. I think I had a cilantro from Central Waters, which is like in Amherst, Wisconsin or something. Yeah. I hated it. So I'm behind the eight ball already, but we'll save we'll the, discuss the review that for the end. Right. So that sure. that was just my thought. But Very good. All right. Justin, anything from you on on that? You good? Um. Well, I'm disappointed that the description didn't have something to do with like a ring and a boat, but okay. A what? The blue bobber. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Boy. Anyway. Uh, let's move. So we're, we're going to do all our usual stuff today. We're going to do That's What She Said. We're going to do a Bruce of Us. We have a few new topics that, are, that I'll tease now. We're going to have an animal name that sounds dirty. We're going to touch on a word that we have never uttered before, a word we've never said. A, a word that isn't right, because there's millions of words you haven't said, but mm-hmm. a word that most people have probably used, but you haven't. That's okay. Oh. Whatever. Well, again, yeah. Okay, and, well, okay, mine sort of falls into that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 you, you can see the pre-planning we do, and that that's what, um, yeah. That's the... That's the quality professionalism you could hear at three percent right of course because we, we could plan this and know what everybody is doing and then it would just be cookie cutter and well that's the thing we don't share i mean look look we're willing to to do this broadcast without microphones so we are <laughs> yeah so what tell we give everybody a shout out? what you're staring at right now shout yeah. out and right so now we we actually this our broadcast this week is brought to us by a local company they they um chipped in and they sent us a metal wall hanging of the three brews in logo, which they somehow managed to make even better than our original logo. No oh. offense to you, Justin, which you designed, but yeah, they I was brought it like to 12 brews in and made when it, I made that. Right. So. And um, Justin, the name of this company is? Wisco Metalworks. Miss Wisco Metalworks. And shout out to uh, uh, partial owner Matt on this one. Mm-hmm. It, it is heavy duty. Oh, it's right. It's, not, it's, not it, it, it's heavy duty yet sleek. I know that it's doesn't typically go together. But five it's pounds, like, right? The, yeah. So he he gave this to us. They are uh, they have it's WiscoMetalworks.com. They have their own website, or are they on Etsy? They're so they Etsy. they have their own website. They're on Etsy. There's something on Facebook too. Come to our Twitter site. Come to our uh, our website, and I'll have links to all of it. it. And we'll have pictures of this working. It's it's fantastic. The the lettering that they did, the intricacy oh, of the the metalwork that they did, um, stamping out the three brews in lettering is phenomenal. And this isn't like chintzy little tin i mean this is no. this is good thick metal uh it's white the 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 it's there's white i'm assuming vinyl white vinyl on it i don't i don't know i have i have no idea you'll just have to look at the picture but uh we have a white background and our uh, borders of the baseball bat and the uh hops um is uh a, like a kind of black 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 well no it's like plastic it's like it's plastic or metal okay one of the two but it i mean it's thick and it's solid and when i first saw it i looked at him like 
holy shit, that looks like home plate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know if that was intentional or not. I'm assuming it is because Matt's very good with details. Yes. And, and he said he was going to make something that is you know phenomenal. And this exceeded it, it, anything that I ever... And we're going to put a picture of it on our website. Right? Yeah, there'll be pictures of it all over the place. Yeah. Anywhere I can anywhere I can uh, display it, it's going to be pictures yeah. going to be on it. You know, I, I know we, we didn't plan to talk about this, but we're going to kind of expand some of our merchandising, aren't we? At some point, get oh. different things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know what? If you want to reach out to us on uh, on a DM for uh, Twitter or Instagram or our f- any one of our Facebook things that we How post. About the World Wide Web? Or even an email, email to us at the number three bruise in dot or at gmail.com um we've got can koozies uh at 12 16 and bottle sizes um i didn't know we had bottle sizes we got bottle sizes oh, perfect yeah Good. yeah Mo- mom g's got all of this covered it's got a little zipper on it too it's really cool perfect so i mean you can reach out to us we can get those for you fairly cheap and uh yeah, and, and I mean, shit. We should say that at Wisco Metal Works. Wisco Metal Works. They, um, they have a ton of stuff that's already oh, available for God. sale, like American flags that are just gorgeous. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. I think uh, hockey Go- stuff. Hockey stuff, garden signs. Um, I saw one of their uh, more recent ones, a can koozie holder that yeah. you can customize, have your name or some phrase on yeah, the side. Customizable, so you can absolutely. get whatever you want. I mean, we told, we told them about this, what? a month ago maybe and, oh yeah and this was and this can't uh, yeah and and they're busy because they they get a lot of work i mean they're very good at what they do um my my favorite thing of their whole whole thing and at some point i'm going to get one is their fire pit they have a collapsible fire pit so it yeah so it's uh, a fire pit you can have it customized name on the side or whatever you want on it but when you're done using it instead of having this big ass fire pit that you have to find space for mm-hmm. you can actually pull the pieces apart and stack it oh. it and it's really oh yeah check oh, out their website nice. it's one of the coolest things i've ever seen well, when when matt was describing this to me i was like i don't what well, i mean i don't i don't get it this is foreign to me and i saw it on their site and it's great because well, they you've got the good airflow to go through to get your fire you know continuous and the the, the oxygen that it needs to, to burn but then when you're done you can just pull it apart and stack it and you can put it on a shelf in your garage if you want that's awesome yeah it's really cool i didn't know they made those so that's good so wisco metalworks.com top notch on etsy Check Etsy, yeah. Look, uh, search Wisco Metalworks and Etsy. Uh, I think if you, uh, they've got a Facebook page that'll send you. They've got a link to their websites and stuff. Yeah, d- just check them out. They're top notch work. Good deal. Thanks, guys. We appreciate what you did for us. That's awesome. Um, let's move on to uh, our topics today, and the first one is just the best. Fantastic. It's just, I mean, Tony Larusa. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> low, thank you. Low, low, low hanging fruit. <laughs> thank you, Travis. Do you want to do you want to start with this? I know we we informed you of this late because you kind of missed the news. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sure how I did. But I, like I was talking to the guys, Tony Larusa had been stopped in February or um, March of this year in Maricopa County, and got arrested for for OWI and somehow some way for the ensuing six or seven months it stayed a secret and that's 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 kind of the 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 the, the approach I'm going to take is in today's world there were that many people involved in somehow some way um, um, we're all finding out fairly recently now the White Sox supposedly 
had been told, and that's part of the story. Maybe you guys are are, are going to. <laughs> they, to, knew. to they, they knew. They, 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 they knew. They were. They were. But um, you know, listen. When you're Tony and you had a very well publicized and really <laughs> awful OWI stop 15 some years ago, 2007. And if you haven't heard it, I know we mentioned it in episode. God yeah. knows, yes. Tony. Yes, isn't that ironic? The yes. Booking photos. If you, if you and, want to see the, the oh, yeah. you know, from his multi-year ago OWI stop, his alphabet, it kind oh, of reminded me yes. of you know, Tony. You're, I don't know, are you? a veteran horrible pathetic drinker or do you not drink much and you're just like a 15 year old boy in high school because his what we're hearing is what an 09 is the test 09. result 09 was this County. recent one right. yep. yes. and short of him having like fentanyl or something else on Jeez. board he really shouldn't have been as stupid as he was now he's yeah. maybe getting to an age where he's 70, then that, so then that brings up a question old. you know age and you know he's managing, 78 but, years old I thought it was six, but he's eight, you're saying? 78? 78, I thought. I thought he's 78. Just, hey, but. so I, I think you have it, Coach. I sure His do. His quote. The, now, now it's it doesn't sound the stupidest thing in the world, but just listen to how he calls himself a baseball person. That's what grabs me. The, the quotes that are in the uh, arrest report... Um, says he he pointed to his ring and said, do you see my ring? Right. Uh, mentioning the, the Hall of Fame ring. And then he went ahead and said, I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. Hall of Famer baseball of person. I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. Later on said, I'm legit. Baseball person. I'm legit. I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. Yeah. You're trying to yeah. embarrass me. Yeah, that's not that's that's not just do, hey, I'm Tony LaRusse and do a walk-off. I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. Person. person, Hall of Famer baseball person. Because I guarantee Jesus. you, these coppers, regardless of whether they're baseball fans or not, you cannot really go through life and not have at least heard of Tony, La- Tony Larusa, right? And if you don't, you've got your partner saying, "Hey, <laughs> whatever." Yeah, it's Tony Larusa. Yeah. This, this is Tony Larusa. He's but, seventy-six, but Always it's uh, Thank uh, you. yeah. I thought it was okay. I mean, just My what fault. a bad look, and 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 Tony's not out there just like. Uh, got stopped for a, for a headlight out. He he hit a curb and damaged his tire on this one. And if mm-hmm. I remember right, his first stop was also an equally as dangerous thing. You know, Tony right. could be out there killing people. So you know that that's not for a, a minute. Forget that. But just the um, boy, a, a, a bad look doesn't <laughs> doesn't can, even begin to describe it. Can we can we mention the fact that a seventy six year old guy dropped the term brother? On oh, someone. Yeah. Oh, I'm more focused yeah. on baseball person. That's just, just <laughs> hilarious. I'm a Hall of but Famer. Ba- not, I'm not a Hall of Fame baseball person. I'm a Hall of Famer <laughs> baseball person. <laughs> oh. Tony, I got news for you. How people are going to remember you fairly or not isn't for your induction speech. They're going to remember this idiot Tony being, you know, it's kind of the, mm-hmm. you had the one time, you, you, you were apologetic or whatnot, but but clearly Tony is, is still Tony, and four years from now, he'll probably do something similar. Yeah, it's the, the do you know who I am? And so he combined, oh, yeah. he combines danger, do you know who I am? And again, as with all of these things, you have 8,000 options with Uber, a friend. I mean, oh who couldn't God. drive Tony LaRusso Mar- around? Maricopa right? County. So, I mean, it's not like this is, you know, bumfuck, middle of Utah, Nevada, um, Montana, nowhere. I mean, Maricopa County is right. fairly populated, populated yeah. and you're a There's Hall 20, of Famer person. Ubers within a, within yes. a mile at a right. minimum. Right. You, you could have called literally anyone in your contact list and said, hey, yeah. 
find somebody to he come was pick an me up, and it would be of done. The angels at the time. You yes. can't tell me he couldn't have dialed the the hotline for the angels and right. said someone needs to come get me. Shit, he could call the owner of the angels and said, right. "Hey, I'm." wasted come pick me up right. but but it, but it just shows irresponsibility and i know and you get arrogance. in i know you get into that well and the arrogance which goes with it and then you get into to, 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 to certain things like well once you get to a certain bullshit no, you no, no, no. If, if you have a handful of drinks and completely lose your mind don't drink at all because clearly you you know you you've just you know if you've kind of forfeited that that right, you're you're looking yeah. at me. Am I missing? No, 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 not at all. Okay. You're fine. Um, and th- take this in a vacuum. It's embarrassing as it was, and yet he had just gotten hired by the White Sox and, and Reinsdorf. And well, you know. when when he made his initial court appearance, he this happened several months yes. before he got hired by the White Sox. The well, White Sox knew about they, they knew this. about this. And the the point that I'm that I'm making is that this hiring was universally panned. Prior to this arrest, having being made. nothing to do with OWI, it had to right. do with his age and kind of his. How do you deal with the younger players? Right, and, right. and now all of a sudden, the White Sox are sitting on an even more thorny. Like, well, yeah, he was a controversial pick to begin with because right. how are you going to your minority young players? Tony Larusa has never been like the progressive person in no, baseball. And he's on record like sort of bashing the BLM movement, right. which, For what it's worth, but you have to consider. Um, uh, Marcus Stroman, the the pitcher for the Mets, <laughs> yes. came out very publicly and said, "I will never sign for the White Sox because I will not play for that right. that individual." So then that was before the drunk driving, I think. Maybe it wasn't. It was. It was right after. It was the, at the uh, right? It, no, it was right after. Okay, but, but it was. It had nothing the, to do yeah, with Stroman. Had nothing to do with the, 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 the drunk driving. Do absolutely, it. like this that. guy is out of touch, and he bashed right. everything about. You know the kneeling and all that. Take the politics out of it, but you have right. to consider when you hire someone like that, it's going to have a, an effect on who wants to come play for you and the people that that play for you. Now, yes. everything that I've seen from the players is like, oh, you know, we're just going to go ahead and we just want to go forward. We just want to win. We whatever. play baseball. Yeah, exactly. Keep your head down, and and they've done the right thing, but. Yep. What a shit show for that organization. But it doesn't go away because when it's number two OWI, rightfully so, the attention is just that much right. more significant. And, right. And and, and the, the, the comments he made, and as big of an asshole as he came across and the arrogance, it's like, yeah, really? Yeah. It, does, yeah. Does, does his what he does on the field, especially in the American League, oh, by the way, you don't, you know, with the, with the National League well, and, and manager mm-hmm. or American League manager, maybe not meaning as much. I think sure, well, that's and, a discussion for another day. But. The the tone deaf enough right. tone deafness of the hire when I think the White Sox were the first team to ever have three Cubans batting one two three. Oh in the yeah, lineup. I believe they were. Yeah. And all young, and now you're bringing a yeah. 76 so, year old. Yeah, you and, can't. And so, on. so I'm not going to pretend to know absolutely anything about the White Sox system but there seem to be a couple of options outside of Tony La Russa. number one <laughs> is your is your minor league what, who do you have in the system who, who could potentially come up or is your bench coach ready and, and again I'm, I'm just rambling because I don't know but well you, you would like to think oh. that you have someone managerial already and if not that if not that you go shopping out you go shopping outside and you recognize this 45-year-old from blank, we can get permission to talk to him from mm-hmm. the team he's with. Yeah, you just you just you, really, don't you look at La Russa as just kind of a Reinsdorf, old school? I, 
God yeah, well, and, and, and keep this in mind, too. They let go um, uh, Renteria. What's his first name? Edgar. Edgar. No, no, no. No, that wasn't the manager's name. Edgar Renteria is a former player. It was. I thought um, they had a former player as their coach. It, it was a Renteria, but it wasn't Edgar Renteria. It was it started with an R. Like, um, check it out, Justin. But he was a minority, and he was a Hispanic um, coach, and they got rid of him. Who, by the way, what was the problem with him this year? Rick Renteria. Rick Renteria. Thank oh. you. Yeah. So, so they fired him for what reason? I I don't know, but. Mm. The White Sox like made the playoffs this year and have a good young core, and then they let their manager go for God knows what reason. I, but we'll get in. We'll get into that into a later section because I don't. I don't want to like like bury my lead. But it just everything about that is just bizarre. I think um, you know if I were if I were to guess, um, Dusty Baker was hired by the Astros, and he turned like this shit show Astros organization into they made the ALCS yes so you know it did part of that play into the White Sox decision to hire a old an old school old oh, manager old Dusty Baker Dusty oh, he's got to be in his he's 70s. up there he's old and I'll touch on that and why they why they made that decision later but okay. the the Astros had to do that. They had to bring in an old school, like trusted mm-hmm. sort of guy. Do you guys remember that old crappy movie, Unnecessary Roughness? <laughs> yeah, the Kathy Ireland Scott Bakula, yeah, thing. Okay, it, they had a corrupt um, college football program, and they brought in a guy named Straight Arrow Gennaro, who the, the whole purpose of it was we need to give our organization the semblance of. Of rightness and, and on the right, that's that's what the Astros did when they hired Dusty Baker because he's 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 seventy one, seventy one. So if you think about that. I mean, you think of Dusty as being a hundred, and then you put five more years on him, and you have right. Larusa. La I mean, it is you do get to a, a point. Well, where and and Tony Larusa hasn't been a manager in half nine, a, nine half, years, I think. Yeah, almost a decade since he since he left the the Cardinals, and I think he was losing his, his mind because. Didn't he accuse the Brewers of doing something just bizarre when they played in the oh, yeah. in, in the the NLCS that year? He accused them of like stealing signs or something just like mind boggling that you just went, "What the hell would a, a no?" Baseball- he dye, he dyes his hair, doesn't he? Larusa, he must because he, must. he just looks like that that you know kind of that black mm. hair or whatever that. Well, you know, it, it would be a little less obvious if you toned it down. Well, and yeah. I'm looking at a photo from him in 2011, and it's jet black hair, and then in the sideburn area. It's Can you Google white. does uh, Tony Larusa dye hair? I, yeah, get, I will in a second. The, uh... well, let's uh, while you do that, unless anyone has anything else, on, we could talk in Tony Larusa forever. Uh, Tony Larusa thinks the LED ribbon board that wraps around Miller Park above the loge level is cranked up a shade brighter when the Brewers' hitters are at the plate. <sighs> Good God. You, you know, can you get more get-off-my-lawn-type garbage? That was than, 2011. Than, uh, 2011, and now it's so you got So you got to think he's sitting in his front yard with the scissors, like yeah. cutting the little blades that are slightly higher than the rest of them. Yeah, I mean, that, that guy is past his prime and needs to be put Whoa. out to pasture, and yet he got hired to got hired to run. Not, not like the... The Mariners or someone like that to, to one of the most primed, ready to win franchises that is out there. Mm-hmm. Like I would 
love to have the the White Sox roster and and all that. They are ready to go, mm-hmm. and then they bring in this guy and oof, yeah, oof. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ooh. let's move on. We were going to talk about um, the the yearly awards that were that were handed out, and there's really nothing that we need to talk about other than than Devin Williams. Devin Williams, and uh, we can mention the uh, MVPs with uh, uh, Bobby Abreu. Bobby, Bobby Abreu. Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu. Bobby Abreu used to be Holy a, balls. That was really well, see, because we were talking about Tony La Russa, and I was <laughs> getting my mind back in the uh, early... Like, yeah. Late 90s? Late 90s, yeah. Abreu? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Jose Abreu, Jr., yeah. uh, AL MVP and NL MVP of uh, uh, um, Freddie Freeman. Oh, Freddie Freeman, yeah. Freddie Freeman, NL MVP, which I... And as I was looking this up, it... Um, there was some like chatter about Freeman and MV or and uh, Hall of Fame credentials, and you know he's got like a really under the radar career that you know, given five or six years of Hall of Fame eligibility, he might end up getting there. Yeah, I that'll be a conversation for I, a different day. That I mean, I don't, I, I don't claim. I just to know, sprung, like no, his. and I just sprung that on. But I looked at one of his like his career hitting charts. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, he's. Uh, any field hitter, he is a complete package, and it's it's it was impressive. I and, and until this year, I didn't give two shits about well, him. Well, and, and it, it kind of begs the question: like he won the MVP in a sixty-game season, so not that he should you know like hang his head or anything like that. But does it count? We've talked about this before. You does know it what? Count a little bit no. less. I, you know, it was it was one. I think it's one of those things where if. Um, the Baltimore Orioles won the World Series, you would think, yeah, that happened because of a shortened season. Right. Freddie Freeman's been good for his entire career. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this was bound to happen at some point. Uh, yeah. I don't think you can minimize his MVP this year at all. And, and with Abreu, you know what? Oh, he's a good player. 2020, for as fucked up as it was, it produced some decent results. Sure. I mean, the World Series winner was probably going to be the World it's Series the winner. Yep. Right. They're the best the, team. The MVPs were probably the best players in the league going into the season. I mean, Freddie Freeman, I mean, you would you would say he's top 10 in the National League. Yeah. You know, given Christian Yelich's struggles this year and, and kind of the struggles of some of those top-notch NL players, it, you don't look at Freddie Freeman and say, this is a fluke year. Well, and, and that's the thing about baseball, too, because you – you. In, in baseball, year to year, you never know who's going to be awesome. Yep. So, in let's say the NBA, you can pencil in your MVP. You know who's going to be like three guys that it's going to come down to. There's never this out of the out of the blue MVP type right. person. Baseball's a little bit different because I remember like, uh, oh God, it's it's going to come. There's a guy from like the the Pirates that won like a batting title. The, you're just like, who the hell is oh, it? Yeah. Like Brad Miller? Not Brad Miller. Um, another Miller that won a batting title from like Sam, Bill Miller, I think, from San Francisco won a batting title or something. You would never like call that ahead of time. So the the fact that in a 60s. Bill Miller. Did he really win a batting title? Not Bill Miller. It's uh, M-U-E-L-L. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Did he win a batting title? In 2003. Ah! He won the American League batting title and Silver Slugger Award. Holy crap. Glad I got that right. Anyway. From the Giants. From the Giants, yes. Holy shit. Exactly. Right. That's a a really good poll. Did you just come up with that, by the way? Yeah. Because that's (laughs) impressive. 
And I got to tell you, I'm sitting here, I know absolutely nothing about this guy. Oh, all right. Uh, but yeah, that's, this, that's that, what makes it good, I that, think. It, to, to your point, you know, you yeah, in a basketball season, you can pretty much list your top five, yep. but baseball can can differ a lot. It'll produce some surprises. And yeah. this year in the short season, we didn't get that. We got those guys that are mm-hmm. like right up there. Now, right. <laughs> the guy that we're going to talk about, Devin Williams, may be the outlier in that. And, and that, <sighs> see, ah, well, he's a rookie. He's a rookie, but I mean, he's pretty. Produced in he's, he's produced, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yep. so just the the numbers on Devo, he won Rookie of the Year, which he absolutely should have. Oh, absolutely. And he won Reliever of the Year, which is now, by the way, three years in a row, guys. A brewer that a Brewer has won Reliever of the Year. That's I. That's impressive. Uh, I mean, that just shows the importance or what. Um, um Stearns and Council fall with their outgetters. It's not about right. starting pitching, it's about who you get to get out because and their you, bullpen you heard is great. Outgetters like three four, three years ago when that first came in and it almost sounded kind of this yeah, okay. It's like that is really the approach. Yeah. And duh, outgetting is what you've wanted to do since eighteen fifty with baseball. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it with that sense, I mean it, it's difficult to describe, right? Sure. Because um, because that's the plan with with everybody, but you know well, the Brewers have put their money where their mouth is with that approach. Yep. Right. And um, you, sorry, I completely forgot where I was going. But um, it, it it's so different now when you bring in your best reliever not in the ninth inning because it used to be very regimented. Like you, your, your starting pitcher went guy. six innings. You had your seventh inning, your eighth inning, and your ninth inning, and that was it. Yep. And, and I, maybe maybe had somebody take two in between, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and and I know the Brewers will continue to do this because I'm, I'll I'll, I'll segue into this right now. The the I I completely believe that Josh Hader is getting traded this yeah. year. I I think he's he's going to be gone, yeah. and I think he should be traded. I don't want to, I don't want to see him traded. I wish he could stay here, mm-hmm. but when you look at the massive holes, tee <laughs> on this roster, you can fill those holes. Uh, um, <laughs> That's what she said. Very quickly by trading Josh Hader. And when you have a guy who's – I don't think um, Devin Williams recorded one save this year. When, when you have a guy like that who uh, – it, it reminds me – so he hit in his value is extremely high, and that's a, that's diminishing returns, right? Exactly, because he's got like three, two or three years of You, you can fall in love with him, and that's what you want. I mean, when you've got somebody at that talent, but you also have to ask yourself, there might be 20 teams across the league that are at least going to dabble in, what would, what would it take? Yeah. And, and those are the discussions that, that could maybe lead you to a, to a run. Uh, can we talk about Devin Williams' stats for a second? Please, let's do it because I brought him up and I want to hear the, the – Devin Devin Williams had a .33 ERA. He made (laughs) appearances in twenty in twenty two games, which means over a third of the season this last year. Uh, He pitched twenty seven innings, gave up eight hits, four runs, which one of them was earned. That earned run was a home run. He had nine walks and 53 strikeouts. 53 strikeouts in 27 innings with nine walks. I mean, his whip was .63. You you can't... 
you can't put that on a short season. Now you can extrapolate and say there's no way he can do that. Of course, over of course he doesn't do that during, during the entire. The- <laughs> that's not the point. That's, <laughs> right. Let and that's and let's let's domination. look at let's look at this a little further. He faced 100 batters in the season and struck out 53 of them. He struck out over <laughs> half of the batters he faced. That's nuts. Which was. 53%, like you said, the previous record was a Aroldis Chapman Yeah, at 52.5. So he, he struck out more batters than a Aroldis Chapman. And using his pitch was... That changeup. The changeup. Oh, my God. Not throwing a 103-mile-an-hour no. fastball from the left side like a Aroldis Chapman did. He That's, oh that's mind-boggling. He finished uh, 18th in the MVP voting, too. He got MVP so he votes. Got MVP votes as a setup guy. As a setup guy. On a sub 500. Team. He didn't have a save. He didn't have a save. He didn't have a. Uh, he was four and one. Oh, that one home run gave him a loss. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, four four well, and one. Well, and that's why win loss records for a relief pitcher is just right. meaningless. But yeah. Well, and, and here's here's the big rub that, that gives me pause. Like Josh Hader's been in the in the closer role for two years, like solid mm-hmm. closer role for two years. There's a difference between being a setup guy oh, and a absolutely. closer. It is completely different. So you don't know what uh, uh, Devin Williams will do as a closer. I, I know what you're going to say. With that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter. Right. But, of course, there's that pause. But, again, when you think about what you can get in return for Hader, and when you have such oh, massive holes on your roster, you have I think you right. have to make and, that trade. And you know what? He doesn't have uh, – this guy isn't a, like you said, a 101-mile-an-hour pitcher. He pitches. Like, the leverage situations that he was in, those were, you know, close games in the seventh, eighth oh, right. innings they that he was pitching. No, like this – Devin Williams didn't play when they were up 13-2. to two. Yeah. Like, he was in on those games that you needed to get to Josh Hader. Yep. Like, he was the trusted guy to get to Josh Hader. How can he – I mean, he can parlay that into the trusted guy to end a game. Yeah. Can I, I – I just thought as for now, would it be at all possible if – you know, we're going to be looking for bullpen parts because everyone is. Right. Jeremy Jeffress signed a one-year contract with the oh, Cubs, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and he had a killer year, And too. he loves Milwaukee. Oh, I, my God. I don't know why I didn't think of this That's before, not, uh, but is oh, it – Oh, Landers? wow. What if he – what if he came back just on a wow? That's a that's a great point. I like it a lot. Oh my god! Because like, what like, a class guy too. Right. Oh, I I love Jeremy. Canable coming back, Jeffress return. Because yeah, you know he would come back to a hero's return. Oh, right? absolutely. Right. And 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 then Devin Williams. I mean, come on. You don't think like a guy like Jeffress could like coach or help a guy like Devin Williams? And, and, and it would be helpful. And Jeffress sure, is a yeah. guy that could go out on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers and wear a Cubs jersey and still get cheered all the time. He would. He I, would awesome. I would absolutely cheer that guy, no matter what jersey he's wearing, of course. So, all right. Um, and by the way, the Brewers dumped every other option on their contract that they had. Yeah. Um, one of our friends, Ben, is positive that they're bringing Ryan Braun back. And I am so not <laughs> convinced of that. I, you know what? That depends on whether or not the DH is back. If the DH is back in the National League for next year, 100% Ryan Braun is back. 100%. Really? If they don't bring back the DH, I don't think he is. <sighs> because he is the stereotypical DH. He bats in the clutch. He hits for average. He's yeah. he's good. And 
but his body can't handle playing in the field every day. So if you have him playing DH and then filling in as a situational first baseman, a situational outfielder, he I mean, he's the perfect brewer DH. Does the party you want him to be on? Like we're just Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't like him. Yeah. How's that for evaluating team and stuff? I you know I, I just need to tell you, I don't like him. And I also know there's lots of people you don't like that are good for your team, whether it be in other sports. Ryan Braun never made things right yeah. based on what he did and how he conducted himself. We've talked about it. I can't get with the guy. He's probably one of the top five brewers of all time. His number is going to be retired. He's yeah. going to be up on the ring. He will be there and, and on the field. And so when I say I don't like him, how, how dumb does that sound, right? Well, just... I'm not so sure that he fits Wisconsin sports as I view it. A, a part of as me much thinks, as others. A, a so. part of me thinks they want to be done with him. They want to move on. Let's just get away. I don't from think it. so. I'm not. I'm not entirely know. convinced. I, I was sure they were going to release Jerko and Sogard and all those. I was positive about that. I have literally no idea what they're going to do with 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 Braun. I I don't know, and I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it, no matter what they do. Need to take a little break, Justin? Yes, please. All right, we'll take a little break. So, yeah, thanks for that break. I had to go take a piss. And you had an emergency. Th- there was, yeah, that but, for, but, but for the same of all of us. But so, what came out of the emergency? The emergency, Justin. when I walked into the bathroom, and then I, so I sort of noticed this before, but it really hit me. Uh, I'm wearing a German national uh, shirt, and I think it's one of their warm-up shirts. German uh, national soccer team. German national soccer team, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm like a Nazi or anything. Um, so ger- German national soccer team um, shirt, like their warm-up shirts. And I noticed, uh, and I noticed this before, but it really hit me as I walked in. My right shoulder, they, there's three stripes, and it's white. My left shoulder, there's three stripes, and it's pink been staring at you for about two hours and yeah and and i I looked at this and but it really hit me i mean after four 6.5 beers i i decided that while i'm taking a piss i have to to research whether or not somehow i late because this was sitting on my on my uh German national scarf. So I thought maybe I like fucked up the sleeve and some of the ink like mm-hmm. moved on it. No, that's how it is. So if anybody has any sort of explanation as to why the left arm of the German national shirts have a pink have pink stripes instead of white stripes like mm. the right one, if you've got any um information it's on like- that, yeah. Please send it to us because huh. my limited search while I was urinating did not come up with any solar solution. Was it a two-handed search on your phone or one? Oh, it was one hand. Did you urinate on one of my brewer jerseys while you were in there? No, I didn't urinate on Good. one of your brewer jerseys. Good. Uh, however, the uh, soap is behind the toilet. You're going to have to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just, All right. I, I just cringe whenever Travis goes into my bathroom because he's both he peed on my jersey and dropped my soap behind my toilet, then walked down and said, yeah, it's still back there. It's still back there. It's not like reaching down again and put it back up like a, like a decent yeah. human being. Hey, hey, you got to go back behind your uh, toilet yeah. and pick up your soap. All right. We're moving on to a fun topic that Travis is going to talk about. Oh, thank you. We're going to do dirty animal names. Um, animal names that sound dirty and... 
The only um, rule is that the sperm whale is out of play because everybody knows the sperm whale with its big bulbous head. That's what she said. Bulbous. Can't be counted. That is, <laughs> that is, that is the lowest hanging of all hanging fruit. Yeah. So we're talking birds, fish, whatever, anything that moves. So I'm going to do a very, um, a very simple one. I'm going with the woodcock. <laughs> which would be on the woodcock would be on anyone's top five sure for sure it's the one that i came up with before i actually did research so woodcock. It's a bird. It's a, is it? It's, it's a bird. Okay. It's a bird. 100% it's a bird. His name is Woodcock. I'm not sure what else you want. <laughs> so it's just that simple. We're going to move on. Where are we at, Josh? Um, I'm going to do mine. And I, I feel, again, that this is low-hanging fruit, but I went with uh, Woodpecker. Yep. No, solid. Because it's both <laughs> wood and pecker. And, and you know what? With the Woodpecker... It is such a common bird, and there's probably a thousand species of woodpeckers, mm-hmm. and you start hearing it when you're about three years old. Oh, look at the woodpecker. Even before you know kind of the dirty middle, you know, middle school age humor, a woodpecker's a woodpecker, and it doesn't, but, I, I, but that's old school. Yeah. And, you know, it, it also shows you didn't do a lot of research, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Because your, woodcock was, is so <laughs> such a deep dive there. The uh, wood, <laughs> yeah, solid point. The the woodcocks are a group of seven or eight very similar living species of wading birds in the genus Sosolopax. So what oh, do you got? Thanks. What do you got, Coach? <laughs> Mine, my uh, my animal is extinct, oh. but it had some native roots to Minnesota. Mine is the blue-footed booby. <laughs> Booby. He said booby. He did say booby. Oh, God. Travis, do you have an honorable mention? So I'm, I'm kind of looking. I, I came up with the, the, the woodcock on my own because I'm apparently pretty sharp. So, no, here, here's, a, here's, a, here's, a, here's a couple couple honorable mentions. The tufted titmouse. The imperial shag. Yes. The dick sizzle. <laughs> the, the what? Dick Sissel. Look it up. Dick and Sissel. C I S S E L. It's a bird, isn't it? The barn swallow. Damn it. Ah! My favorite, the southern screamer. <laughs> Number two, gamecock. Yeah. Oh yeah. And those are those are just the birds. I mean, they're out there. Um, I, a Dick Sissel is a bird, and it's yellow with red wings. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And and this is just for what it's worth. It probably is something you use in Hollywood a lot. But how about the slippery weasel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned swallow because my my honorable mention is going to be swallow. Swallow. <laughs> hey, look, there's a swallow. <laughs> I'm glad I finally saw one. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You're married. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> shocking, right? That's unicorn stuff there, Josh. <laughs> oh, Justin, uh, do you have any honorable mentions, or are we good on that one? Uh, the only thing I came up with it was the the humpback whale. Yeah, that's that's easy too. That's low hanging. <laughs> that, that's that's not, right next to the sperm whale. That's not whale. as deep and as thoughtful as a dick sizzle. <laughs> that's what well, she said. I'm going to change the name to. I'm going to change the name to Dick Chisel. A dick Chisel. Just picture that a Dick. A Dick Chisel. Does that does that change it a little bit at least? Yeah. Jesus. All right. Get your um, head out of your dick sizzle. Sorry. <laughs> let's let's do a cool death story because those are always cool. Yeah, fun. Sure. Here we go. Game on. 
Uh, just didn't you claim you had an awesome one? Or I do have a good one. Oh, okay. I thought did, you had you one. Wanna, that, oh, it was the that's what she. That's said what that she said. Claimed. I oh. can start with my death story though. Okay. That's fine. Sure. Hold on. Let me. Do you want to? Let me just give a brief yes. background yeah, here. So the, the the cool death story are deaths or serious injuries that are you know obviously if someone dies or is hurt that's that's not a good thing. But when you hear it a little bit more, it's like either yeah they kind of had it coming or. You know, at the end of the day, I just have to giggle a little bit. So that's the, we're not looking at any mass casualty stuff. We're looking at maybe one dumbass person that kind of uh, that that kind of earned it, and it's Darwin Award themed. Yeah. But was, here was, you go. So, was the London beer flood that killed eight people was that too much? No, it wasn't. no, that was no, so no, good. It wasn't. Okay. because because Porter was involved. Yeah. Now, right. if it had been an ale, whoa, time oh. out. Fair enough. I still want to do a little more research in that. Maybe I haven't had time during yeah. the COVID virus. Sure. 18 hours a day of nothing. But, you know, right. I just, I, I'm, I'm getting back to this whole beer flood thing. I'm trying to picture how it happened. If you were close enough and the basements get flooded, or was it the bacteria with, I don't know. No, I'm, it was I'm an just, instant death. It wasn't like no, a, I know. Okay. yeah, drown in beer. That's so good. Yeah. Justin. Coach, where are we at? Cool uh, cool death story. So I've got a little summary, and then I, I looked up some research on it, and I've got a full story for oh, this. Oh, please. So, please. Uh, Robert, this was in 2017. Robert Dreyer, uh, 89 years old, drowned on his birthday after crashing his car into a fire hydrant. He successfully... <laughs> oh, yeah. He successfully, Buick. he successfully stepped out of his vehicle after crashing into the fire hydrant, but was swallowed by a sinkhole likely created by the pressure and destruction of the fire hydrant. Where was that? So this Florida has to be Florida. It is Florida. Yes. It is God, Florida. I mean, most of that is Florida. Yeah. Just pencil it in. A simple one-car accident turns deadly in Vera, Florida on Wednesday, according to local media reports. Robert Dreyer, who turned 89 on the day of the accident, was driving down a local road when, for reasons currently unknown, he ran into a fire hydrant. It wasn't a particularly violent collision, according to witnesses, and he appeared to be okay as he got out of his vehicle. But as he stepped out, a five-foot hole opened up beneath Dryer. The hole was likely caused by the destruction of the hydrant and the resulting water pressure, which was so strong it sprayed a half a block. Dryer fell into the hole and then was sucked underneath his own car. Witnesses tried to rescue him, but the gushing water complicated their efforts. Uh, As that tends to do. Yes, the witness said, it was pushing me out of the hole and I weigh 220 pounds. <laughs> I bet he was 230. Oh, I bet yeah. he lied. The, <laughs> what, what's your, what's 15%? 15% yeah. rule, so. Yeah. so uh, a police spokesman told the news station, I haven't seen anything like this before. Usually the fire hydrants will break off and they won't spew water. They have a safety valve in place, but if you hit something just the right way, <laughs> right. the safety doesn't work. Oh, no. He was transported to the local, local hospital where he was declared deceased. He's 89. Wow. He's 89. I mean, it was his 89th birthday. He was and he had some, half a buzz on almost for sure. Oh, you know it he had did, to right? have been. It didn't yeah. say anything about what happened right before, but you know, I don't know if he was drunk or if he had some medical issue or whatever, but he crashed into a fire hydrant, wow. was okay, stepped out, and then got swallowed by the earth. That is... And, and, 
Wow. I, I just picture him walking out of the car, like wiping his brow, going, yeah. Woo! That was close. Yeah, he's got Woo! a he's, <laughs> he's got a pair of comfortable shoes on. The uh the news station the news station socks. reported that there was minor damage to the vehicle. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. So now now the question becomes like if he would have just kept on driving past the fire hydrant, would that Why didn't he sinkhole, do a hit and run? It would have well, saved well, his life. Well, right. Would that sinkhole have still opened up and he would have just went, well, that's peculiar. Oh, that's or did he just bang it and then the got he, out and then the right. sinkhole he, opened? He hit he it sh- and was like, stopped. oh, yeah. he should have stopped. Right. You know what? That begs the question. If you're over 80 years old, do you stop for no. any crashes? No, because, no. because no one's ever going to prosecute you. Right. right. You don't stop. Right. Travis, cool death story? Aaron DeBella. This is a couple of years ago. Aaron was a 21-year-old, and he was on a, a <laughs> Boston area, area harbor cruise, a booze cruise. Oh, booze and cruise. He. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the story, and then I'm gonna kind of branch off into kind of an old man Bruce to this part of this. And well, it won't get too yeah, okay. too too deep or long, sure. but anyway. That's what she said. said. Yeah, perfect. So Aaron started doing handstands on the boat. Of course, he did. And the people on the boat said, stop that. And he stopped it temporarily. And then, according to reports, when the crew member turned to go back into the interior of the vessel, the passenger started on an even more dramatic form of dangerous play. So he was doing handstands, and he went in the water, and he... You know, he, he ultimately died. So anyway, I'm doing a little bit of research on this. And like the Boston media, how do they lead with it? Friend, <laughs> friends claim that um, that tour company didn't do enough, could have saved his life, this, that, or the other thing. And so here I'm going to kind of go off on a little bit of a tangent. So should this fellow have died? Uh, no. Is it sad? Of course it's sad. He's 21 and he fell off a boat. Oh, by the way, in very cold water. So I think it was, you know, whatever time of year where it's probably near freezing. So... These same friends that wanted him saved and are like, why didn't they rescue him quick enough? Or the same people that watched him do a handstand <laughs> on a railing of a boat <laughs> that he ultimately fell into. Do you want that boat that's probably going 10 miles an hour or whatever it is to like stop immediately? So here's, here's what really upsets me about this is that there are human beings on the other side of that. And these people, regardless of how reasonable they are and how many times they tell themselves, hey, there's nothing you could do. You've got other people basically saying you didn't do enough to save Aaron DeBella, who was doing these things. Just realize when you say that people didn't try hard enough and someone dies or whatnot, there, there is another side to it. Aaron DeBella is dead because he drunkenly did something really stupid. He didn't do anything, probably any stupider than maybe any of us three have done or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's on him. He did what he did. And people could have at some point probably said, hey, whoa, you know, grabbed him or whatever. You're too drunk to do this. So um, Aaron DeBella, um, dead at age 21, who was doing handstands on the railing of a Boston harbor boat. And, of course, there's lawsuits pending because they did. Of course there is. Well, he he reminds me of Death Wish. The one guy that swallowed the cue ball. Oh, yeah. Long history. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There you go. Very good. It's uh, my funny death story. And mine is Clement Vallandingham. Born in 1862. Ah, you're actually very, very close. Very close. Why are you close? Why did you know? 
I had no idea, but the name sounded the like name, it was an old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he died in 1871. Oh, within 10 years. Suck it, bitches. Good work. Um, he was actually a copperhead, Travis. You'll remember that oh, yeah. from the Civil War, right? Of course. He was a defense attorney, and he was defending. Shyster. He was defending a client who died in a bar fight. Of course and, he was. And the person who died was shot by his his client. So he claimed that his client act or the the deceased person actually shot himself while pulling a pistol out of his waistband. Okay. So this attorney. Clement decided he would demonstrate to the jury how you could shoot yourself oh, by yeah. pulling a pistol out of your waistband. <laughs> so he got up in court, had a pistol in his waistband, pulled it out, thought it was unloaded. It snagged on a, his trousers. The trousers, nice. Yeah. Of course it did. Yep. Shot himself through the abdomen and died. Now... It worked because they acquitted his clients <laughs> right. because they said, wow, that can actually happen. Sure, of course it can. Yes. So Clement Bell <laughs> Landingham. <laughs> I'm trying to think of why I've heard that name because I've heard that wow. name. Maybe so. it's, it's the Copperhead history. And yeah, the, it could uh, be. Yeah. Yep. That's how he died. Like, no, this could actually happen. By pulling a pistol, you can shoot That's yourself in the stomach. Really, going above and beyond everybody's for your seen client. the video of the DE agent that shot himself in the knee. Yes. He was yeah. showing firearm safety. In, in, I, I, this is oh. a Glock 40, and I'm the only one with a boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good stuff. That's I exactly yeah. it. See, yep. I thought wow. you were going. I for a second there, I thought you were going with the FBI agent that was dancing on the dancing dance floor. Dancing Denver, then, yeah, <laughs> the Denver guy. Yeah. yeah, he shot someone in the foot or ankle, right? Yeah. yeah, as he was Didn't doing he himself, or did he no, no, he, he shot, shot someone else oh, because yeah. he saw he did a flip. Yeah, and, and his, the gun and, popped and his weapon uh, came out of his, the back of his pants, and he quit went hurrying. to grab of course, it. He grabbed the trigger instead of the oh. shot somebody in the ankle. Whoops! All right, well, those are good death stories. Whoops! Yeah, huh. big whoops. Um, why don't we go on to our favorite ballpark food? Oh, do you have one of these, Justin? This was one of the under the radar kind of topics. Uh, this was a topic that was supposed to be uh, for our last episode, and so I have it. Oh, uh, I, I, I go ahead. Go I ahead, have Travis. one. I have one. Oh, go ahead. Well, who's You're looking be? at me? Okay. Yeah, we're looking at you. Go ahead, John. Uh, so I, I've got a couple. <laughs> Actually, I've got three. Okay. Uh, my uh, my all time favorite will be any sort of bratwurst that you can get at Miller Park. That's it. Really, it's it's a ground really, swat. I mean, swat. That's yeah. that's why I'm, I did three of them because okay. I knew Thank my you. first Good. one was like a ground swat. Good. I'm glad you did. Uh, my second one happens to be in uh, Oakland, and it's something new that they created in 2018. I've never been there, but when I did research for this, uh, I was looking at like unique ballpark foods, and this one came up. And it's something fairly new. It's called Party Pops. Uh, they're known amongst the locals as boozy popsicles. And they're adult refreshments that are popsicles infused with alcohol. Good for them. They're, they they make, sell those in Oakland at the ballpark? Goddamn right they do. It's the safest thing in Oakland. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. So that became like an instant favorite for me because if you're in Oakland... Uh, why wouldn't you get a popsicle? You're trying and, to numb yourself from your surroundings. Right, absolutely. Right. And it's booze, and it's a popsicle. There, You can't, oh. like, short of making ice cream into booze, there's nothing really that you can make it better. 
Uh, my my second favorite, well, third favorite, if you count the ground spot, uh, will be Josh's mom's favorite too. It's the eighteen. <sighs> it's the eighteen inch hot dog from Chase Field. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, that would only satisfy half her hunger. Oh. I should know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was that was so good because it was so unexpected. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> God. Take my first five seconds just to tell you that was awesome. God, I'm like Jim Carter filling in for Ray Nitschke, you know, I'm the new middle linebacker. Holy shit. All right. You should There's have no saved way that to the this. end. Why didn't you save that, Josh? Uh, I, you know Josh's what? Josh's mom and an 18-inch wiener. See, uh, see, the problem is yeah. when Josh brought this topic up, I completely forgot that two weeks ago I prepped with that. So it wasn't until oh. I looked at my notes and I saw, no. oh, hey, hey, that's look, pretty funny. Look, Justin, I'm going to oh. preempt this and say I'm going to say garlic fries, and you just said my mom and an 18-inch wiener. So what the <laughs> fuck am I going to do? No, what, what, what do we do? Hey, hey, so, there, so if any of our it, listeners need to go take a piss or something now, <laughs> Oh, this is the time to do it because is, apparently is I've created it for just passing and saying it's not worth it. Should I do it or not? I, I, mean, I already said mine was garlic fries at, at San Francisco. I get nothing. That's, I have nothing. That's just pass. That's just pass. Let's do it. <laughs> Boy. Thank well, you. Jesus. Thank you. Oh I'm God. You know what? This I'm is still, this buys me like three. I'm 52 and improper on 100 levels. That rattled me a little bit. <laughs> Josh's mom and a. Only eighteen-inch wiener. Only half satisfied yeah, by an eighteen-inch exactly. wiener. Oh, yeah, 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 too. Yeah, trust me, I got that. Don't worry, <laughs> you got that part too. <laughs> Jesus, you're welcome. Beautiful. Let's so that's yeah. Let's that's talk skip. about a historical event we we wish we could see. Wow, um, I can go, or it doesn't matter. Yeah, go. Go ahead. Um, Appomattox Courthouse. Which, uh, ooh, the surrender or the mm, beginning? Because yeah. wasn't it both? Mm, yeah. yeah. So this will hopefully be my last Civil War thing. It's my it's my deal. But I, you know, that's, don't don't say don't apologize. Well, no, absolutely not. Okay. No, the so, Civil War was fa- like a fantastical historical moment where, yeah, uh, literally, if you went to every single major event in the Civil War and said that's where you want to go back to, it's awesome. No. Cool. So, yeah. so here's 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 kind of why. So basically, Appomattox uh, uh, Courthouse, the McLean residence, Wilmer McLean. Oh, by the way, he used to live about five miles from Manassas, Bull Run, in 1861. And but but there's there's so much to it. So it won't be any kind of you know uh, um, recap of history as much as it would be to sit down and be in Wilmer McLean's parlor. With General Lee, who was wearing his best uniform with several other Confederates, and Grant, not intentionally, he wasn't being a dink, made him wait. And Ulysses S. Grant comes in with a less than sterling outfit, and ultimately they conduct the business that they need to conduct. Now, here's what makes it very interesting to me, is that... 
Robert E. Lee wasn't sure if he was going to be arrested, quite frankly. He wasn't sure if he was going to be taken prisoner. Mm -hmm. He wasn't sure who in the Confederacy was going to be charged with treason and hung. You know, Jefferson Davis was ultimately charged and whatnot. But the terms that um, Grant, pretty much on his own, this wasn't you get on the phone with the Secretary of State or Abraham Lincoln and say, this is basically General Grant saying, this is how we're going to take the surrender of the Army of Northern Virginia. Oh, by the way, that was just one of the armies. Civil War did not officially end there. But it was to be in that room and to watch and hear the words that were said. It didn't last that long. I, I have been to, to, to Appomattox. There were you know, certainly a ton of fighting there to include the Battle of Sailor's Creek, which was one of the more vicious battles. But I, you know, um, one of the things that you, you can and do see when you go to Appomattox area is there was a tree that has since been cut down, but there's been a plaque place that's basically, this is exactly the spot where Robert E. Lee read one of the exchanges between him and him and General Grant, and it's just like, oh my God, your hair s stands up. But yeah, so um, the 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 surrender at Appomattox Courthouse is something that I would love to have s sat back and and watched. So, and I yeah. I would like love to see the demeanor of both of them. Perfect. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. Because I know from what I've seen of Grant is he wasn't gonna be braggadocious. Because let like think about like McLennan, braggadocious, complete asshole. You know he would have walked in just being a, a prick about it. But Grant was different, and it was the opposite. Mm -hmm. And and many historians, much 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 smarter than me, will say he actually set a tone for the Reconstruction because it could have been Grant or Lee was very surprised by the the terms, the generous terms, mm -hmm. right? Um, and um, yeah. Yeah. And and to see Grant, or I'm sorry, uh, Lee, who was you know by by all accounts a a gentleman, and he just picked the wrong side, and he'll be vilified forever for for yeah. choosing the side that he right. did. But the 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 mannerisms with which he held himself, which are legendary, yep. to see him walking in there, and Grant, and and I think Grant knew that Lee was a better general as far as like um strategy and, and and whatnot grant just had the better resources well, there were and there, right. there were there there were many of his lieutenants that talked um to, to get into a guerrilla war and to not end in basically let's go let's go to the hills and whatnot and and lee whether for self-preservation or the right reason said no time out this isn't right this isn't mm -hmm. my my men aren't being fed um, right, we're, right. We're, 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 we're going to do this. And it was kind of an interesting, and I'm, and I'm probably getting some of it not 100% right, of course. but apparently, yeah, <laughs> surprise, surprise, no, right? No, I, no, 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 just okay. general history. No. Yeah. yeah, we're so, not all going to get it right. Oh, God, no, right. So, we're never going to know. Yeah, so there's a, um, um, there's a time in the meeting, and it's early on, where Grant tries to remind Lee that they had met at one point. And and oh, Lee right. and Lee apparently, if you believe the historians, probably remembered Grant, but kind of pretended he didn't, <laughs> and said something along the lines of "I don't recall that." So it was a, it was kind of the, it was setting a little bit of a tone. And of course, unless you were there, and even if you were there, you probably don't know the exact meaning. But it was a little bit of a "Hey, I'm still the man, and you're you're you're, you're still you're still general." 
um, Grant. But yeah, Robert E. Lee, he lived another five years. He died in 1870. Um, he, um, you Correct me if I'm wrong, Travis, but didn't they put Arlington in Robert E. Lee's backyard well, as a uh, no, direct was, spite to say no he owned this that. is his, on his, you his family his family had owned that and became, right that's what and I, I don't mean. know all the, i don't know all of that history i i don't but yeah it was i thought was, they they put that be. right in robert e lee's backyard to say this is on you yeah and, mm-hmm. and i'm sure there's people listening that that understand that better but yes that's yeah, I mean, and, and just that the the, the 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 whole the whole Civil War stuff is really crazy. And when you talk, you know, Robert E. Lee was Virginian. He wasn't looking to 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 become a Confederate as much as he was. I'm supporting Virginia, and yes, I mean, states meant everything, right? Back, and back. Isn't oh, that absolutely. weird now? Like and that he was means born at, nothing. It means now. absolutely nothing. It, it, now. nothing no, but now. but but back then, you were the gentleman from North Carolina. You were the gentleman from Virginia. You were from Texas, or right. or, or, or whatever. It was and, the and, states of the union, as opposed to the union well, comprised of states. And I think yeah. they said in that Ken Burns documentary, it yeah. used to be, um, oh God, how do they phrase it? Um, the United States. The United States are going to send someone, meaning the states, yeah, or the United States is going to send someone. Now that is a very subtle difference, right? But it means the states, Indiv- uh, either as a whole or each individual, right? State. And after that, yep. it became the United States is is. Go- is going to send someone because they are a country, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, and, and Ken Burns did an amazing. Amazing job oh, with. By the way, uh, do you have that uh, Ken Burns documentary, The Civil War, on DVD? I, I don't. Actually, you do because I loaned it to you ten years ago. Okay. Would you yeah. like it back? No, because <laughs> you sure. don't have it back. <laughs> you don't have it anymore, do you? Did you? You gave it to me or something? Yes. <laughs> Boy, you set me up there. <laughs> hey, Josh, I'd like yes. to borrow that documentary because it it sounds very interesting. <laughs> can was, I borrow it from you? It was fantastic. You talked to Travis about it. You know what, Travis? Do you have that How DVD that, that I can? table saw that i borrowed you <laughs> you've never never borrowed me a table saw what what would i do with the table saw? Oh, hey prove, prove travis it. travis does josh still have your uh blackjack blackjack table he does and i've tried to get it back <laughs> and we've gone through civil process <laughs> and every time i try to take it he puts his kids in front of it that said don't let him take it Hey, when are we gonna have a blackjack night again? Soon, because oh, I would really like to play blackjack. I would, li- I would like That'd to do yeah. so. Yeah, but all right. But anyway, 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 we were still on the whole. Uh, yeah, the, what? What do you want to witness? All right, so mine, okay. mine is mine is like very short. That's what she said. Thank you, Justin. Um, the the event only took. 30 My mom will confirm. <sighs> well. The, the event only took 30 seconds, but I think the, <laughs> lead, the, lead, the lead up to it and the, <laughs> the post-foreplay event. Uh, oh, act, cute at that age, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> Justin. So I, I want to I see the shootout at the OK Corral. Oh, boy. <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Between the, uh, the Clamptons, the Cowboys, <laughs> the Clamptons. And, and, and the Wyatt Brothers. Oh, I'm fantastic. Gonna, I'm going to load up my blackjack the table. The Wyatt Brothers. I'm looking at it right now. It's almost like it became yours. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. It, it really is positioned in an area that yeah, if yeah. I were to come down here on any sort of like random day, I would say, hey, you got a pretty sweet blackjack table. Yes, I do. Anyway. It's Travis's though, right? 
Yes. Okay. Just <laughs> totally belongs to him, which I have offered to him many times. Anyway, I want to see the shootout at the OK Corral. That's cool. I said the Wyatt brothers. I meant the Earp brothers. Yeah. So well, I mean three, the Wyatt Earp. Yeah. yeah the Wyatt Earp it. brothers. I because there are conflicting like stories about how it went down. Mm-hmm. The the Earp brothers walked in with their guns drawn. Right. And and the cowboys, the Clamptons or whatever the hell they were called, right. had their hands up and they just start opening. Yep. Come on. Like, it, no. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, it's bullshit. Now, apparently there was 30 shots fired in 30 seconds, which would have been. That's th- all. That's fast for that that's time. Exactly. Like you flint know lock. Feathering, right. Oh, they're yeah. Feathering their, their oh, revolvers. Absolutely. And yeah. You, there's, there's no. I mean, if you had 30 people in there and all fire one shot. Chances are you can get that in in 30 seconds, but half that? Yeah. Fuck no. 30 seconds, 30 shots fired. That's crazy. And only three only three people died. That's it was only crazy on, on the, the other side of the outlaws or whatever you want to call them. None right. of the Earth brothers um, got killed. They were killed later on well, in and- little... Bitch ass attacks, right? But bitch ass attacks. And and that was before rifling in the barrels, so that when you shot uh, uh, something out of your gun, you had no idea no where idea the where fuck it was, was going to go. Right. You yeah. could aim all you wanted to, and it could end up three feet to the right of where you were pointing your gun. Yeah. I um. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna say, like, it's been immortalized in in Tombstone, which is such a fantastic movie. Take away if it was true at all, if any of that part. Oh, that movie was true, but just that stare down when Doc Holliday is standing there, like yes, yep, just yep, yep, yep. yeah, that that would be awesome to see. And again, only thirty seconds, but how cool would it be to be able to watch those two like badasses just the the conversation before and then the gunfight? I would love to see that. They're playing the Germany national anthem right now in oh. the German, um, what whoever the fuck they're playing, Ukraine. Oh. In the UEFA National League, Germany yeah. needs a win. Germany is they in second place in the. They're in second place. Okay. So I mean, right now they advance to the next round. All right. So. Do you have a event you want to win? Yeah, I do. Uh, but before I go to the event, my mom just said hi to both of you. Well, of course. Hello, she did. Deb. <laughs> she uh, in a text message because huh. hi she Deb. Had, she, she was going to swing over later. That's... <laughs> no, I think she was with Josh. Later <laughs> Maybe after. Are you getting sloppy seconds, Travis? <laughs> Wouldn't better first time. I, you know, at my age, I don't even really care. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom, Josh's mom, somebody's mom. Because my mom asked, are you watching golf? And I sent her a picture of the UEFA mm-hmm. League uh, Germany-Ukraine match. Oh, sure. That's going on. And then she said, say hi to the guys. Hi, Deb. I, I look forward to, to meeting her. Uh, she's, she's going to listen to this. My mom, from what I've gathered, my mom listens to these podcasts more than my dad does. Really? I don't think my dad likes the language or like the, the, the sexual references. What would he think about like the reference to, to Josh's mom? I, I think he would be, I think he would chuckle, but be uncomfortable with it. I I see where you go. I I find, I, I, from the time that I've known my parents, I think my dad is a little less, I don't want to say risque, but less um, like dirty humor than my mom is. That sounds boring. Well, he was, a, he, he was a chief of police for a department. So, 
I mean, that doesn't sound like anything All that right. is. Ugh. What is your historical event you want to win? I want to sit on a lawn chair on the moon when Neil Armstrong and uh, Buzz Aldrin uh, step off and walk on it. There are there are too so many technical things there that right. I so know, you know what though. There are so many technical things with me sitting in Islamabad while Osama bin Laden <laughs> well, gets you talked about being shot there in the for the training. Base. You you were there talking because that's possible. You could have been there for the SEAL Team Six training. I could have been there for the training, but I wanted to be there for the actual event and seeing the helicopter go down and them and yeah, whatever. I know, I know. So just, so you know what? This is an event that I want to see in I a lawn it. chair with a cooler of I beer. Don't be that guy. And I, I want to yeah, don't be a douchebag. I want to sit on the moon prior to Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong getting there. I w- oh, fuck off. What? No, I'm done. What? No, what? I'm done. No, I'm done. No, 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 no. Let's move on. I think it's great. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's uh, <laughs> cover this. Why don't we go to that's what she said? Because you, you said, well, you want to. I'm going f- last. Yeah, you're going last. Because it's a beauty from what yeah, I hear. That's what he said. All right, Travis. Go ahead. All right, I'll do that's what she said. I feel like every girl will appreciate a batter who will take you deep once in a while. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Holy cows, what a backdoor slider. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> Justin? <laughs> this is a high character gentleman. This is a guy that you want to rub off on all the other guys in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. This is a guy you want to rub off on all the other guys in the locker room. And, and he was a high character gentleman. He was a high character gentleman. <laughs> I shit you not, that wasn't made up. I listened to that exact phrase on a Bundesliga soccer game match. Coach, in the last 30 minutes, you've had two of probably our top five. Yeah. Holy shit. Good work. You know what? My friend. It's a high (laughs) character. It's a a high character gentleman that you want to see rub off on other guys in the locker room. Not not even like on the team. It's in the locker room. (laughs) No, there's. Oh, (laughs) yeah, exactly. He had to take that step. So, were you alone when you heard this? Yes. And you're just like, oh shit. Are you grabbing for a pan? I no. I grabbed my phone, and I know that I've. I've got a notes. Uh, I've got a notes thing that's called podcast on my phone that I know syncs up to my laptop. So even if I forgot about it when I put it in my phone, it was gonna pop up on my laptop when we sat down to go like it. Could I pop up this podcast list every time? So I did not want to forget this one because how many times have I said, "Oh, I had a really good one, but I didn't write it down like or I forgot about it." The- to rub off Jesus. on the other guys in the locker room. That yes. almost ought to be the name of the category, although it's kind of hard to condense it, right? right. Coach, that is gold. Absolute Wanted to gold. rub off on the other guys in the locker room. That's really good. You, I, you, I told you. I told you it was yeah, good. You oh, said okay. it ahead of time, and you brought it nice. Can I? Let me just throw this out there. My, you know, I'm a seven with backdoor slider compared to that. But why has nobody said backdoor slider before? That's fantastic too. 
Thank you, I but mean, why hasn't anybody brought it up? It's you know what? Because there's so many oh, yeah. good things, like ram it right down their throat. I yep. mean, that oh, I is... Know, but oh, absolutely. There's just so many. If you go back and listen to all of That's What She Said in our podcast... I know. Uh, You're just they're... scratching the surface, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's foreplay. That's a... <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> Taurus. I don't know. That's an eight. Take that seven back. It's an eight. And it's an coach, eight. Coach just came in with a ten. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Was, I came in with the hammer. I mean, he just uh, rub off. On the rub off on all the other guys in the locker room. Jesus. And how do they say that with a straight face? Without I don't even like giggling. I don't know because they were talking about the character of the person. They said this guy is a high character person. You like that sort of person to rub off on your guys in the locker what, room. That's what is just perfect? It's, it's, it's like perfect. They, it's innocent, but. It's like, it, do, it's, do you say it and like, oh, later? No. You know, no. no because I the think same you, person that says that. No, I think you need to, you need to have an 11 year old mind like I do. That's just the thing. To look I don't at think it, they, so they like, all have <laughs> our minds I'm, like I'm us. Older. I'm 13 com- compared to you. <laughs> right. So let me just throw one out there, and there there are hundreds, right? But the one that has been said that sounds absolutely awful, but you will hear it again in boxing. In football and whatever, ah, they're just trying to fuel each other out. Yeah, it's like yes, okay. It's like my God, how do you how do you say that? And it's yes. still acceptable. Yes. That should have been said once in 1972. And it's like, hey, uh, Ooh, hey. stay away. But no, you'll you'll hear it. You'll see mm-hmm. it. It's like football teams or basketball. There, there's I, almost there's almost no sport where you have not heard the uh, he is just trying to feel them out. So or the teams are trying to feel each other out. It's like. Holy shit, that is gold. So I've taken to UFC uh, more recently than than I have been in the past, and there will uh, there will not be a Saturday night like Saturday night fight night. <laughs> Look at that! All right, Thanks, all right. Travis. There will not be a Saturday night fight night where you don't hear that phrase okay. at some point in one of the fights. One of the announcers will say they're just trying to fill each other out right See, now. And I, I that, that was my point. Yes, such a it should be. Such a... Hold on. Stop. Travis, we've discussed this before. You are the worst pourer of beers I have ever but seen. I'm one of the better drinkers you've ever seen. Walk off. No. No. Uh, one, stand by. Walk off. Travis, you, you poured a 12-ounce beer into a glass. And there was literally I half beer... I don't have time beer. to tilt it. There was half you, beer, half head. <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe you have time to waste. I don't. I'm a thinker, coach. God. All I, right. Go back to your moon landing. Yeah, but you. Oh. oh. Son which, of a bitch. Which, by the way, was not bad. I just was kind of. No, so no you're, you're sort of a dick about it. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, can we do a uh, douche of the week award? Yes. Yeah. Please. I'll start on this one. Okay. Um, we can roll it. douche. So. Of the week is Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the Chicago White Sox. And the reason I picked this is so his reasoning for for hiring Tony La Russa. So he fired La Russa way back in, I think, the 70s. Because La Russa managed the White Sox for a couple years. Yes, uh, someone's vacuuming upstairs. Oh I God. think with our new um, audio setup here, I we think should it'll be, be okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. 
Right. So he fired LaRusso back in the 70s, and then he went on to, to win World Series. He went on to become a Hall of Famer person. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. So Reinsdorf. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So one of... So by all accounts, no one wanted to hire um, Larusa for the White Sox right. this year, and it was Reinsdorf that said, "No, we're we're hiring him because he fired him so long ago, and he went on to win World Series. So now we're going to bring him back." First of all, that kind of mindset is insane. Yep. That is, and what what do you do? Roll into an assisted living to approach him, or how do you get a hold of Tony? Right, and and Reinsdorf knew because the White Sox knew that he had been arrested for drunk driving. Right. So now Ryan's over saying, I'm going to stick to my guns. Oh, that is utter can, bullshit. Can I just put this out there? Yes. This will be the second franchise that Jerry Reinsdorf has ruined in his uh, O&R career. Well, of course. Because of the Bulls, the Bulls and the yeah, whole... And, and you did yeah. the last dance and all yep. that stuff into it. But remove that for a second. No, and I can't. Just, and I can't remove it. Understand. Because it's all Jerry Reinsdorf. It's it's predictable. Now that I look at it, it's predictable. What do you think about Jerry Krause, how he fits into it? And we're completely off topic. I, but I, Jordan, Jerry Krause? I mean, was it Reinsdorf? Was it Krause? I mean, hey, I, I Michael, think it probably is a combination We, we, could, of we could literally have an hour topic on Michael Jordan. Yeah. Quite frankly, I would enjoy because I learned a lot about it. And yeah. Right. Had, well, and I thought an open mind about Michael Jordan, but I, I learned a ton. And yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sorry, the, I, the, the I sidetracked. The I only think. ones at fault. No, <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. not uh, but right. it's ultimately going to right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. Get but, back to baseball. Yeah, no, and, and, and solid. And, yes. And I'm just doing baseball now. When you hire Tony La Russa, knowing they knew he knew mm-hmm. that he got arrested ahead of time. And now they're in this, well, we're going to see how it's going to play out. And they have said they're going to see how the legal thing plays out. So what what are they waiting for? Uh, they're going to wait for him to be convicted and then fire him because of discipline? Exactly. So and, and, it's not, get, and it's not like it's Tony La Russa. It, it, but, it's but not it like. Be, but it would be post-hiring. It's like, oh, he yeah. was not under contract during the. It's not, it's not like uh, Tony La Russa, that's the only thing that he's got going for him. He's got this OWIRS, but he's also got statements that he made that is detrimental to minority players yes. in, in the organization. And if we've learned nothing about the Chicago White Sox in the last couple of years, and you mentioned this before about having a Cuban player one, two, three in your lineup, the Chicago White Sox isn't like. They're they're not comprised of a bunch of Anglo-Saxons that uh, right. you know this is like Britain coming over. They're, they're it's a diverse team. Yes, they they just had an AL MVP player that is not that has some sort of gen, uh, like geological background, geological genetic background that is not. So yeah. okay, you know but- what I'm saying. Look, I don't know what the situation was, but if you're looking for a new manager because apparently Rick Renteria didn't get the job done, I, I don't who knows? understand but that. Imagine like bringing back a guy like Ozzy Guillen, who won the only yes the only World Series for them. Yes, who was a Ozzy I mean, has availability, right? Like we're I, we're not seeing him employed anywhere. Right. I mean, come on. I mean, we, we all know how he comes across and how he talks, but no one would ever doubt his baseball right. skill. And and, yes. and, and and to the to the best of my knowledge, he's not out uh, drunk banging into curbs. And how and I, and I bet he could 
um, communicate with the Latino players that at a was, level yeah. that's necessary. That was my point. How much right. would those players right there Think about embrace it. bringing like a guy like Ozzy Guillen back? And again? if it isn't Ozzy Guillen, like you said, Josh, a guy like him, not you're not lumping him into all of one, but listen, there are. An incredible. There has to be an incredible crop of Latino coaching prospects. Out right. there. Good lord! You, have you know to what? Be yes. Massive. I'm going to throw this out here. I think Craig Council, being from Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin, can relate to the Latino players better than Tony Larusa. Well, he speaks Spanish for starters, right? Yeah. And so when you when you go it, it, that yeah. far, and again, he's also 25. Think about it. There's a 25-year gap. You, you start thinking about Craig Council and retired player, and okay, he's he's like 50, almost he exactly 50. He played with Ryan Braun. Yeah, he right. played with Ryan Braun. Tony to- 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 La Russa is a full generation plus. Yeah. Right. Tony La Russa is a baby boomer. He is. He's yes. a baby and, boomer. And no one, no one in that inter- organization wanted La Russa. It was Ryan It was Ryan Because he wanted to correct his mistake. That he made in the seventies when he when he fired him. I mean, come on, no. like that's so. Jerry Reinsdorf, you're a fucking douche for nice, nice for pick. bringing right. that guy on and then not immediately firing him once that information right. service. The next day, uh, status update: you, the Ukraine scored a goal against Germany in the twelfth minute. Well, that's because Germany sucks. Anyway, you Justin, s- you suck. Go ahead. Okay, it's gonna, week yeah, it's going to take me. No, one? I got it here. Well, we're waiting. Uh, my douche, douche of the week is everybody associated with the think tank organizational leadership of the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans Ooh, this last week fired oh, Amy yes. Palchek. Yes, under the radar. You don't, you don't know that name. But the people that are involved in social media, that are involved in marketing, and involved in the National Football League knows who Amy is. Amy has won awards for being the top marketer, the top uh, social media person in the not only NFL, but in pro sports. So did they give a reason for letting her Amy go? was fired. And if you know the Houston Texans organization at all, you know they're fucked up. It's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. Amy was fired because she no longer fits the culture of the organization. Which in turn, then J.J. Watt, who we can all say, yes, fits the culture of the Houston Texans. <laughs> he, is, he is the culture of the Houston Texans. He is not, much owns ha- the city, he is not happy about this firing. You know what? I don't know a whole lot okay, about social media. I'm not like an expert. I know that there's this Twitter thing and the Google machine and the, the Facebook and stuff. Uh, when I go look at my Twitter feed and 90% of it is people bitching about how this firing of Amy Palchik is the worst decision that's ever been made for any organization ever, I have to look into this. And from all accounts and from everything that I can look at, um, I cannot support anything that the Houston Texans do moving forward, and I hope that they free J.J. Watt at some point. 
because this this is a dumpster fire on top of a trailer park fire on top of uh, <laughs> How about a grease fire in a dumpster. It's, yes, it's a grease gets a grease fire inside of a dumpster yeah. in a trailer park. How old is JJ Watt? Uh, he's thirty. Oh shit! No, I just looked. I mean, this up. I think I think you got to be realistic no, 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 about no, no. his productive years and how many left. Uh, hold like on, hold anybody. on. I looked this up. And, yeah. I looked this up. Uh, I think he's thirty-two, but I will double Amazing. check. Amazing, we're sitting here in thirty-one. Sounds old. Yeah, thirty-one. Like, JJ yeah. Watts, thirty-one years old. So it's not like he is seventy-six and looking at some old-school account of things. JJ Watt is upset that this person got fired within his organization. He's thirty-one years old. Uh, when we, and I will discuss this later on, uh, in my Bruce to this, but when you look at things that people complain about, uh, if you can't fully support the movement of why the fuck did this firing happen, you don't deserve to be in any sort of sports fan at all. So, so moral probably come of it. Was it, was this like within a week, last week? It was within, or? it was, uh, I think it was a couple days ago. Okay. Like it, it happened late last week. Hold on. This, uh, this JJ Watt isn't happy about the Texan. <laughs> you get JJ Watt unhappy. You're not talking about your second string long stopper. I mean, no, you're, JJ you're, Watt like owns the state right now. He's, he's, he's the, the face of the franchise. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Deshaun Watson, you can take a back seat to JJ Watson, JJ Watt at this point. This, uh, article happened yesterday. So I'm thinking the firing happened Wednesday. God. Oh my goodness. So it was, it was three days ago. Tops. She joined the organization in 2013, becoming the first woman to hold a top public relations duty for an NFL team. So she was breaking barriers in the NFL. In 2013. In 2013. In 2017, her staff won the Roselle Award for the NFL's top PR staff as voted by Pro Football Writers of America. So it wasn't more than three years ago she was regarded and her staff was regarded as the top public relations staff in the i can't that, i can't that think franchise is a, is i can't joke. think that you joke. can go from public relations number one to public relations number 32 yeah. overnight short of saying uh we're okay with racism <laughs> with sexism and if you are anything but well, uh catholic protestant you should burn so has the washington franchise cleaned house no. No. No, they, they haven't. haven't. And the Texans have. And the Texans have. Come on. I Yeah, so that that's uh everybody in the upper management of the uh Houston Texans can go take a 12-inch dagger in their buttholes. Travis. No, on the uh coming off a dagger in the butthole. <laughs> Jonathan Papelbon, I think that's a oh. right. So Jonathan Papelbon, yes. Jonathan Papelbon is Love a guy it. that I have over the years, you saw him do one dick move after another, mm-hmm. but it was nothing. It was usually, it was usually never anything. There was just unbelievably huge bomb went off. We all know about the um, Harper Papelbon deal. Harper <laughs> didn't run out. What was it? A pop fly or was it a ground ball? Whatever. And Something like that. He attacked him. So everybody knows about that. So you look into a little bit of Jonathan Papelbon. I'm going to bring just a couple things to light that most don't know. Just a major league 
never mature dickhead. That that's what 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 ultimately I'm very I, interested to hear this. I found way. so a couple a couple of things. So Manny Machado, the the douche of all douches, or at least the top three douches of all time, is actually part of this story. Just think about that. Papelbon and Machado. I mean, two, two, of the, two of the biggest pricks to take to a baseball field in the last ten years. Who's the Machado guy that you speak of? <laughs> so, so um, he hits himself a homer off uh, the pitcher prior to to Papelbon, and in Papelbon's opinion, it was a little bit. He looked at the home run too long, or just didn't get around the bases quick enough. And Machado probably did a little bit of Manny Machado, right? So anyway, so they tell the story about how Machado was an Oriole at that at the time, and um, the first pitch he he buzzes the tower, right? Okay, message sent. There, okay. people yeah. are up in the dugout steps. They're ready to go. The next pitch is a curveball. Okay, oh. I sent our message. It's yep. over. Yep. And as it says here, usually that second pitch would tell the batter that all is back to normal. We've seen that a bunch. Yep. It's like, we well, didn't have to hit you. I sent a message. Well, the next pitch hit him on the shoulder. So he was not only wanted to hit him, but he was playing mind games so he with him. He set him up. He set him up to think I'm okay. So that's the ultra <gasps> dick. So then, but here's the thing. So the... The 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 um, the opposing team, uh, Machado's team, they start out onto the field, and all of the seven position players stayed in place. Like, so um, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I don't know the year. I don't know anything. But his team, at that point, it didn't it didn't become a bench clearing brawl. It's sure. just they were starting out on the field, and so, not one of the pitchers started towards helping him I, out. I, so let me. Oh, so it was a, a it was like a it, charging it was a, and they it, just it was, sat it a, there. It was a message to him from his teammates that hey, listen, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. Which is really um, so. I, let's I, I go think. back just for a second to uh, I'm going to throw at your shoulder. Oh, then right. a curveball. Right, and then I'm going to throw again. Yeah. So that meant like I want to get you used to me mm-hmm. throwing at your shoulder. But it's a strike, and that and because I want you leaning in. Yeah, and and that's how it was <sighs> taken by the baseball people involved, and it does make sense because if you really want to hit someone and you miss them on the first pitch, you try it on the next pitch. Yes. Well, he did the I'm going to throw a curveball, and then any batter would think, okay, he was pissed. He he took a shot at me, and then he and then he hit me on the third pitch, which there's probably not a lot of baseball precedence for. Oh, so these yeah. are there's so much. I mean, you can you can go in, but I. You could go in and look at the Papelbon annals. He said annals. <laughs> annals. Annals, says coach. So this is just a couple of things that he's known for. Quote from Papelbon. Jonathan Papelbon. Yeah. This is not what I signed up for, he told Philly News Network. I signed up for a team that won 102 games and was expecting certain things. It didn't happen, and I've tried to ride that, I've tried to ride that ship as much as I can. I've tried to keep my mouth shut as much as I can. But like I said earlier, it's time to, you know, what or blanket off the pot. I feel like three years is plenty enough time to ride it out. Shit. If fans can't understand that, I really can't side with them on that. 
that's Philly fans. I mean, you know they're going to take that well, well right? Yeah. Yasiel Puig, <laughs> at one point he intentionally called him Yasiel Pig or whatever. He knew the name. <laughs> on his ability, on his confidence to close. I am confident in my ability, and ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Nobody tells Cinco what to do. Well, Cinco is five. His other number is eight, but he apparently shortened his self-given nickname on his number to Cinco. Wait, so what's eight? Pebble Help me out. Did? What's eight? Yeah. So what's eight? It would be Cinco one. Ojo. So it'd be Cinco Ocho, right? So he shortened it to, to Ocho. Wait, um, what? Pebblebond yes. did? At some point in his career, he was in an interview, and they were talking about his confidence to close, and he started talking about himself in a third person, oh. which is bad enough, but he self-glossed himself Cinco, short for Cinco Ocho. So I don't know when. I mean, this is this is a career of. I mean, there is yeah. more shit about Pappelbon, yeah. but this is the, my favorite. So this is from a Boston. Wait, there's um, more. This is from a Boston reporter, and they're they're in the Red Sox locker room, and they went in there, and he had put on a video called Squirts Illustrated, oh, and no. apparently as Terry Francona and Epstein came in, there was a a squirting porno on in front of them and they went out of their way to say there were no females present but there is jonathan papelbon watching porn to the re, you know in 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 front of the uh, oh for god's front of sake the reporters come on so uh, can you imagine papelbon asking a clubby to make a porno run yeah i need three tins of school mint and a widescreen edition of squirts illustrated here's a hundred bucks the, he was the guy that Really, really was one of the worst players in baseball. I think for a for a for a lot of reasons. His team didn't have him. You know, everybody sees the the Papelbon, um Bryce Harper thing, and Bryce Harper is another douche on another level, well, right? So different different kind of douche. douche violence. Yeah, I don't know. Do we have yet? Yeah, do we have Harper as part of any Duke? Oh, I think we do. He was one of the early ones. And he should be. So you have Harper being a douche, and then you have Papelbon going out of his way. Don't talk to him later, as if like you probably should at all. You know, Maybe you just should have others handle whether your teammate ran out a pop-up, but then you basically attack him in the, in, in, in the, in the, in the dugout. That's what everybody knows, but this wasn't a one-off. Papelbon was about the most hated teammate that well, I and, could find in the league. And that's the wow! Thing. Like, like everyone wants wants someone to like grab Harper by the collar, yeah. and shake him. But it, but, it, but it wasn't him because of his history. Then it's like doesn't mean anything. Th- it and, means and, and nothing, and, no. right? And and it certainly doesn't mean anything with your eight trillion dollar man. You know, having another guy grab his grab his throat to choke him. Jesus. So there you go. Well, that's a good one. Yes, thank you. Very nice. Uh, let's talk about a word you've never used before. Josh's mom likes it when you grab her throat and choke her. <laughs> why would you say that? That doesn't mean that. That why? Why would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. It just felt right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Germany tied it up in the twenty-third minute. I don't one. care. Talk about a word you've never used, Travis. Do you have a word that you've never used? Nourish. <laughs> Nourishment or nourished. nourished. <laughs> so I used to work in a job. 
I used to work in a job <laughs> where you would have to describe a person, whether a child or whatever, and you might have to describe their overall physical appearance. And in cases where most people would say, oh, the child appeared well-nourished or whatever, I would say they looked well or well taken care of because I hate oh. that word so much I could not put it in writing. And literally, me just saying that, what, 30 seconds ago, are the first times, other than mentally, I have sure. said the words nourished, nourishment, or, or nourished. I absolutely can't stand it. It's probably one of my 8,000 neuroses that I have, but I hate, hate, hate that word. Nourished. Oh. See, I'm, I'm actually, my hair's starting to stand up. Don't do that. Don't. God, I... I your, I, your nourished is like a lot of people's moist. No, no. See, oh, okay. Yes. Okay, so I had a discussion with my wife about moist. And I, you know, okay, <laughs> get it out there. <laughs> but everybody, moist is on everyone's top ten list. Moist yeah. is probably on everybody's top five list. Moist is the word that people use when they talk about uncomfortables. How about moist? Ah, we all get it. Moist is lousy, right? But it just ought actual, right. actually happens to be a sexual yeah. connotation as well. well okay, so that, that's, that, that, let's take that out of there. Moist is on everybody's list. Let's do include mine. Okay. Yeah. But, but nourish. I'm talking about a word, and and maybe others. And what do you got there? Buddy? Well, so okay. Is that like let's, a middle school? No, let's, or something? let's pull this out because uh, yeah. there was a certain person that I've been uh, that I talked to the other night that got this um, uh, multi pack of Bud Light seltzer, and it's like a holiday pack. Yeah. And I there was like some apple cider thing, and it there was some like apple good. Crisp. Apple crisp and some other cranberry, ginger snap. Ginger snap, yeah, because and Josh is familiar with it because yes. he bought it. Yep. And I mm. I thought it sounded delicious. And there mm. is a Don't Bud like Light seltzer either. peppermint patty. Peppermint patty. So I cannot wait for you to have a sip of this. So this person, whether or not she's listening to this or not, uh, will know, like, she sent the picture and I said, Mmm, this looks delicious. So then I sent it to Josh and like, hey, have you tried this or I need to try this or something like that? And then he said, No, this is disgusting. Don't ever drink it. And I have one of the peppermint extra. So that's what I'm cracking open right now to Take see. Take a drink of that peppermint patty seltzer. I want to hear it on air what you think about that. On air right now? Do it yep. right now. Okay, right now. hold on. <clears throat> Let me stretch out a little bit. No, yep. good. You look good. You look fit. <sighs> Let me take another drink. <laughs> I think it'll be worth it. Yeah. He is very focused. I don't think I've seen him this focused, no, actually. No. Never so, okay. So after one drink, I thought, well, this isn't so bad. I took a second drink. There's no way I can drink 12 ounces of this. No. <laughs> right. I didn't think so. No way. It's horrible. But this is this is a good... Uh, I'm I'm mixing between six different types of beers, and I need something to wash in between. Uh, but that is it's no. it's, it's not great. It's horrible. Bad. I okay. I'm not gonna go to the horrible section because I've 
you know what? I drank the Bud Light Platinum the other day, and that burned my sinuses when I drank it. Right. That tastes... So that that you're drinking right now, that Bud Light Seltzer... Um, peppermint peppermint patty. patty. Tastes exactly like a peppermint patty. Yes, it does. And that's bad. See, and I don't mind peppermint patties. So, like, the... But, so I don't... For me... Wait, not in your booze, No, though. for me, this is a three. For me, it's a three. What what the fuck's a one? A septic (laughs) system? Uh, Maybe. Uh, Three. It's a three. I'm just looking at it. I'm a pissed. Yeah, Um, so it's a three. And the uh, Bud Light Platinum is like a two and a half for me. You're saying a peppermint patty Bud Light seltzer is better than the Bud Light Platinum? So the... I, I only tried two of the flavors, two of the three flavors oh, of the Bud Light Platinum. Is, so yeah. I'm just saying it, it's not good. No, no. I'm not right. saying it's not good at all. Mm. I will Let's... drink it because it's 5% alcohol. Oh, but Let's go to Brucevus. Please, Travis, what do you got for Brucevus? What are you angry about? Any parent in sporting events... Oh. that make it less enjoyable for their kids or other parents. Oh this is God, not coaches. Yes. That's another topic, right? So I'm going to keep it very brief, but I want folks to think about just really the different branches that come off this. The parents that don't understand the ages of the kids, the parents that don't understand that some of their comments don't just affect their kids but affect other children and other parents, recognize your 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 place folks be good sports fans and realize that people are trying and oh by the way parents most of your umpires or most of your basketball officials or football or whatnot are not very well paid most of them are trying very hard almost 100 percent of them aren't on the take and just recognize that and and realize that shouting out certain comments maybe have more meaning than you think they do. Basically, it's an anti-parent asshole. Um, Brustavis, that, yes, thank you. Yeah, you're right. I I believe that was, I think Wisconsin was talking about criminalizing. The WIAA has had had such a hard time getting officials and coaches for their leagues that they were talking about making it a misdemeanor to uh, berate their uh, referees. And and isn't it just sad that you even have to think about that? But, But you bring up something that now it makes sense because I've heard it. You've heard the ads, right? For the the officials or whatnot and all starts. It's like Quite frankly, everything in that ad rings true. It's like that yeah. after-school special and most of the PSAs don't mean a lick of shit. And I'm like, yeah, that actually makes sense. I don't believe... Because if you are that person and you want to be an official and you want to be part of it... And I'm not just talking about being an official, by the right. way. I'm just talking about you know some of the things that are said to kids and the teammates and, and these fathers and mothers that just yep. really lose their fucking mind and most of them by the way on a daily basis are normal everyday people we know some of them i'm not going to give names but kind of lose their mind during kids sporting events and they don't mean it but they do okay and it's like they don't even they don't even go but they they have that switch that that flips and um but isn't that interesting though yes that that the um that yes that they should even consider a law to it's crazy 
And, it's crazy. And, well, look, and that's not considered the law. That's just, like, it's that's common just decency. Be, here, here's what, here's These what people are volunteering their times yeah. to make sure that your kids are more well-rounded in entertaining of, uh, of team sports and they grow up and uh, learn these things that team sports have to offer. They're yeah. volunteering their time. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and what you're doing is you're chasing a lot of the really, really good people out because I could be the best in my business. Mm-hmm. I could be the best high school basketball referee ever or whatever. But it's like, maybe I just don't want to take this. I, I just don't want to roll into blank place and be accused of. Can, can I bring up a, a personal story into this? Probably. In high school, I was an umpire for... Um, traveling baseball uh, tournaments. And so we got paid $20 to be out in the field and $25 to be behind the plate. And I did that for a year. And the berating that I got from parents of middle school to like middle school age or elementary age kids, while I'm a high school student to be an umpire was unbelievable. Ooh, what the fuck is that strike zone? I don't know. I'm 16 years old and I'm Jesus. umpiring your son's 12 year old game. I've, Go I've got, fuck yourself. I've got one for you. No names will be mentioned. DeLong Middle School. I am 13 and I'm one year out of the little league that I had left. And one of the coaches was a teacher at. DeLong Middle School, and I was behind the plate. So now keep in mind, I'm the big prep babe Ruth guy, these little guys, right? And I'll never forget to this day how shitty that person treated me Mm -hmm. as a 13-year-old, and it wasn't against me. It would have been anyone. And It was the position. I probably messed up for like, a lot, I probably because, because oh, by the were, way, when you're behind the plate in that age, you it's it's hard to judge that it, strike it, zone. It's really hard to judge, even though you thought you got it. And because I, the pitchers throw. I still throw remember. It. I still remember to this day telling my mother how blank person yelled at me, and it's like, oh, that's what I left. But he, you know, so yeah, yeah, and and it's not like you're th- uh, the, these are major league pitchers throwing oh, ninety miles an hour, where there's a line, and you can no. tell where it goes. These kids are throwing. 40 miles an hour, and how there's about, an arc. How about fair and foul where there's no chalk line because right. it's diminished over three months? There's <laughs> there's an arc. So literally, it, like three inches, half of the plate, you can move a good six or seven inches oh, they, through the strike zone. They, these balls come through, and they're strikes, and they're almost hitting the dirt, and they are strikes in Little League. Right, they yeah, are. They really are. Well, and, and Travis, you're on record on this podcast saying that you're a big um, defender of, of umpires. Oh, God, yeah. Because you... Can you imagine doing it at the major league level when when those pitches move like they do? Oh like for God's sake, Dustin May from the from the Dodgers has just insane movement and trying to judge and well, how do you do it, that? It, it, it truly does defy all physical capabilities. Yes. Because you start talking, it's like I don't care how good you are, there's a limit to what you can do from a physiological standpoint. Right. As yeah, as an observer. Right. Can it, I, I? I just really right. Who's, and that, who's that's the what bugs me? Sorry, Justin. Hold on for one second. That's yeah. what bugs me when when people say, "Well, we shouldn't have instant replay." Well, yeah, we actually we should. have to. We have it's, to. Yes, it's split seconds. Like who's the who's the fucking guy? Uh, the Dodgers pitcher that throws 100 miles an hour. Dustin May. Da, no, 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 no. The different Walker guy. Bueller. Uh, no, 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 no. The reliever. 
that throws like a hundred. Who's our Grandrol? Yes, Grandrol. Yeah. Drysdale. Yeah, who throws 102 <laughs> miles an hour, but he throws a two-seam fastball right. that in that 102 yeah. miles an hour, it moves two and a half feet. Right. Like you can't you, you can't, can't accurately judge when that crosses As a the home human plate. being right. cannot do that. No, yeah. you can't. You yeah. absolutely can't. You can so, get close and you can maybe be Right. No way. No way. No. Right. So you're either going to accept that there's a human aspect of this game where or, or yeah, you there's going or a you line. have a you have Mechanical. a robot. You have a robot in the back, and then well, they throw again, up a sign. Like said, or here we are to that discussion. Put a chip in your baseball. Right. And when that gets right. that close to the oh. plate, you can do that. You with this no. with our technology, you can do that. Put a chip in that baseball, you, take it away from them. But you can't expect those umpires to no. be like. And I've. Look, I've watched so many like YouTube videos of bad calls or whatever. Right. And look, the pitch comes in and they catch it, and I go, "I'm not that, sure. I don't know. I don't know." And then the then, and then the hitter goes crazy. And you know and what? It's like, and, vi- and vice versa. All of the calls that you look at and you say. Oh, that looked like a ball, and then they go back, and it crosses the corner in the strike zone, right. and the umpire says that's a strike. Like all of those close calls, as you say, "Holy shit, that actually was right." right. Like, uh, I, I don't, I, I can't, I can't, in good conscience, sit there and say this ump, other than Adriel Hernandez and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Buckner, CB Buckner, CB Buckner, Buckner. Buckner? No, Buckner. Buckner. Yeah. yeah. Buckner. I can't in good conscience, other than those two, say... Buckner should not be a major league umpire. Either should Angel Hernandez. Yes. Uh, but in those those two instances, other than that, I can't say that these guys are completely off base and well, ridiculous. Well, I, and, I can't do it. And again, when you talk about the umpires, like Bucknor and, and Angel Hernandez, uh, everyone, everyone fucks up. Let's think about Jim Joyce. Okay. Right. When Jim oh, Joyce, yes. With the no hitter. Yes. When Jim Joyce fucked up, like he mm-hmm. fucked up big time. And he caused... was the classiest fuck up ever. I give right. Yes. Now, Angel Hernandez will not back down from any. No. It doesn't matter. Look. You... He sued Major League Baseball because they didn't uh, they didn't put him in a World Series crew because he's Hispanic. No, they didn't put you in a World Series crew because you suck Balls. Oh, right, and and it's different he's when he's got a long history of awful. Yeah, and bad. Look, look, things get overturned. Okay, you made a mistake. I have no problem with that because right. Jim Joyce. And you know what? Umpires right. wanted overturn, and had right. been review, that kid would have had a perfect game. He would have. And Jim it's... Joyce wanted it after that. Right, right. Because then it would have been a no. I, I look. I, whenever you watch the Jim Joyce like like press conference after it's, that, you feel so I, bad for him. If you're not like uh, getting a little dusty in there, yes, then you, you feel so bad and, 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 for and, him. And if you remember, and I think we talked about that, the pitcher um, came out the next day and it, it did the lineup card, and it was a handshake because of how Jim Joyce handled it. Yep. Exactly. Because uh, everybody in that dugout is Colorado. like, he didn't mean it. It was a whoopsie. Holy shit. A tremendous whoopsie. Yep. But... Um, you know, it handled it, it the right way. It was it, it was also you know pre replay, so the ruling stood. He he, he lost it forever, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. but when you handle it that way, as opposed to right, um, um, Angel Martinez, yeah. who is Hernandez. Just a, sorry, thank you. Um, Angel Hernandez. He's a just uh, he's a douche canoe above them all, and and quite frankly, he. 
has any have any of us brought him into the douche of the week yet? Not yet. We'll can I can, can I can for, you save it for next? Can time? I foreshadow for next? Yes, foreshadow. Week? I think we should. I'm well, gonna I'm gonna for and, I'm gonna and, foreskin for next week. <laughs> Angel Hernandez is my pick. Where are we at? Do, we have another Brustavis. Brustavis. Let's do Brustavis. I just did Brustavis. Any parent that? Oh, we're doing Brustavis right now. Oh, I haven't done are. my Brustavis right, yet. Yeah. I want to do my Bruce Tavis. Go ahead. Go. I have a good Bruce Tavis. Go ahead. You know what? I'm on like a feminist female yes movement right now. That's great, Cole. Let's hear more. Um, my Bruce Tavis is anybody right now that says the Florida Marlins franchise is just making their GM hire because oh. they want publicity. Because they want uh, to bring their name forward. They want to be relevant again. Uh, Kim, and I really apologize because her last name is uh, the letters NG. And I don't know how to pronounce that. Is she Vietnamese? Or? Uh, yeah. Okay. I should know when, what it it's is. It's like if N-G-U-I-N is like win. So yeah. It's I, truly two letters. It's N-G. Kim N-G. I wonder what that is. So she's 51 years old. Okay. And she was just named as the general manager to the uh, um, Miami Marlins. Uh, it is the highest position that any female has held in Major League Baseball. It is the highest a position that any female has held in any of professional sports. And people are saying that this is just a publicity hire for the Marlins because they suck balls and they're trying to uh, to rally their fan base. Uh, uh, Kim was the assistant director of baseball operations from 1990 to 1996 for the Chicago White Sox. She was then the assistant general manager for the New York Yankees between 1998 and 2001. She then held the position of assistant general manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers for 2002 to 2011. What was she doing between 2012 and 2020 when she was hired as the general manager of the Marlins? Oh, she was working for Major League Baseball. So it's not like this person holds credentials that doesn't qualify her to be a GM in the Major League Baseball. She is very much qualified. And if you called her Phil Collins and you gave her her (laughs) resume, she would be a general manager for a Major League Baseball team, or at least given the opportunity to be that person but for all of the fucking trolls that i saw on twitter and on facebook that completely ripped apart the marlins for making this a money making we're gonna get the women people to follow our team vote uh you can go fuck yourselves with a hot hot iron i um i'm looking at um a n g pronounced Ange. Is what it's showing. NG. ANG is how it's showing. Ang. So, okay. Uh, so Kim Ang. That, I think it's I, I'm thinking that's what you would go with here. It's NG. And I'm just looking at it. I think it's yeah, win. It's, it's bizarre, okay. but that's yeah. what it's showing. So she looks to have quite a. a, a She's resume got a resume. Absolutely. This isn't just a name you 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 picked out of a hat and um, boy I. She's a surface. I certainly support. What she's saying. a Thailand-born Chinese descent. 
a Thailand-born Chinese descent. She was a banker. She attended elementary school in Queens. So it's not like she was plucked out of Far East. She grew up in the United States. Mm -hmm. So she has a... I mean, it's... If you, I like that. If I like you, where you're going with that. If you don't put, if you take her name out, you take her gender, sex, whatever she identifies as out of it, and you say, this is my resume, do you think I could be a general manager in the Major League Baseball? I think 80 to 90% of people that you put that in front of says yes. But then Absolutely. you say, because she's a woman, uh, she doesn't deserve that position. Uh, anybody can go fuck themselves that doesn't believe it. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right, Justin. And that is complete bullshit that people will get worked up about that. Because, first of all, it's the Marlins. Right. And No, and, and you know what? This is the perfect position for her. This is the perfect position for somebody to break the glass and be, or break the glass ceiling and be in this position. Because the expectations are low. So you can either bring this franchise into prominence and be like the person that brought the Miami Marlins back to where they were, or if 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 you were to happen to fail, you're the Miami Marlins. There's you're working off of poor conditions anyway. Okay, so let's think about this for a second. I feel really who, dirty about saying that. So who's the Brewers GM? Uh, it's Stearns. Does he have any kind of athletic background? No. Of course not. No. He's a statistician. Yeah, he is I... a math guy. Right. Would it make an ounce of difference if David Stearns was a male or a female? It doesn't no. matter. No. We're all doing the they're all doing the math. Right. Okay. You're you're yeah, you put the And I think I said a couple weeks ago. When I I felt I felt more comfortable going to a um, COVID grocery line, where like the high school yes. or oh, college yeah. girls yes. you make those judgments are yeah. flinging, they know what the fuck they're doing. I in some cases I, I avoid the guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do. They're just not as quick. They're not. And I look. Hey, can we? I'm gonna throw this out here right now. Go ahead, Kim. Graduated from the University of Chicago in 1990, where she played softball the for University four years. Of Chicago, yeah, the University of That's Chicago. Not a, it's not like I graduated from the University of. It's not. I didn't graduate yeah. from Univers- uh, University of Wisconsin Stevens Point. Nope. No. University of Wisconsin Superior. She graduated from the University of Chicago in 1990, where she played softball for four years and was named the MVP infielder she earned her bachelor of arts in public policy so she earned a bachelor of arts in public policy from the university of chicago which is the equivalent of you know like earning a degree from the university of wisconsin madison yes it as opposed to some dumbass guy right well i played minor league baseball for three years and never made it out of double a right therefore i can evaluate policy now um one of the one of the voices that I re- really like listening to is uh is it Jessica Mendoza? Yes, 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 yes on yes, Sunday Night Baseball. Okay, yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. take away her comments about Mike Fires because she, Josh, yeah. where's the soul? It's behind the toilet. Thank you. God, oh God. 
Um, she said just dumb, dumb Jessica Mendo- things. Jessica oh, yeah, okay. Dumb things about Mike Fires. Uh, but when I listen to her talk about like a when she breaks down a swing, that girl knows her stuff. She's she, knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. Right. And I don't. I don't give a shit if you have insane ideas whatever whatever you want to run my my baseball team by all means i could care less if you're a male female whatever the hell you are you are having right now harvard yale a dartmouth cornell cornell uh uh who's the most who's the most famous uh alumni of uh cornell andy bernard Bernard. right so if if it's big red bear (laughs) If they're if they are running your organizations, mm-hmm. what in God's name makes you think that having a woman run your organization is a bad thing? That is, I, that is so. But 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 I need to mention this. It, it that's archaic thinking. It's and I, but, it's nineteen forties thinking. It, it is. Thinking. But I, but I want to throw this out there as a general topic and not get political, but get political. One of those things. Most people I know, regardless of where they lean, right or left. Most people feel as if we're talking right now. There is not a tremendous, huge wall with individuals. Now, there might be people like you talk about, Coach, and whatever. I'm not saying that there are powerful people, controlling people that have certain views. But I think your average person with a with a decent state of mind we're talking fathers of daughters and whatnot. It isn't where we have really progressed to the point where most recognize that it is the individual right and not everybody accepts that and and, but but i think what he brought up was such a great point because here's the deal i've never heard her name prior to five minutes ago i should have right i should i didn't even know how it was pronounced Mm -hmm. but i'm looking at her it's like yep she should be in the position she should should. Mm -hmm. and and that's that that that's ignore the 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 woman thing and you know we, we we fall into the if a woman is a fighter pilot, what's the first thing that, that you hear is, how does it feel to be a woman? And these people don't want to hear that. They want to hear, how is it that you do your job? You remember? Um, it was Doug you know, Williams. They asked Doug Williams, the black how long have you been a black quarterback? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, no, that's it's why insane. I'm saying. And there's certain professions that maybe we've been around where there's females that that's what they're asked. So it's like, I just want to be best in my profession. I'm, I'm not a genetic. So, I just yeah. want to defend most people that that that. Um... Well, it, it comes out. Look, we have a ooh, a very unle- very unathletic Jewish man running the Brewers, right? Mm-hmm. David Stern. Says, That's accurate. And how much different is it? You if probably wouldn't take him as a beanbag partner, would you? Good God, uh, no. I would take my ten-year-old daughter as a right. Meg Parker prior to or before David Stearns. Right. right, and and he's probably who gives a shit. I don't want this. Is what I'm good at. Right. It's not this. Yeah. So what? And and again, like I I want a a college-age girl like running my um, groceries across the table because they're fucking good. At I it. seek them out. And I guarantee I guarantee that this girl that is now going to be running the Marlins. Knows exactly the what the hell she's talking about. 
every bit of it and probably doesn't want to hear that she's an Asian female. She'd just like to be a, a, a general manager. Exactly. Uh, she'd like to be called the general manager of the Fort Myers. And, and, and it's insulting to. to refer to as the first Asian female. It's like, how about just give her credit for what she did and not her and not her race or gender? Right. right. Be, because how many GMs have failed for the Marlins? Uh, hey, all and, of them. Hey, and, and except look, for the one that hey, won the World Series. Hey, Josh, they, and, uh, and I'm going to throw this out there. She could ultimately fail. And you look at that and say, yeah, she failed like 80-whatever percent of people. Right. But she was given a chance, but she was hired for good reasons. But ultimately, She earned the uh, chance. But yes. Also, but ultimately, she stayed or went on or whatever. It's like really, really good people get fired for stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, exactly. No, I, we, I, we, I'm so glad you brought that up. It's a, it's a deep topic, but I, I think it's, it's, it's important. Yes. Very good. Uh, can um, I update? Uh, Germany at uh, halftime is winning two to one. That's great. Uh, do, do you guys have a sporting event? At Fuck the top Ireland. Of your bucket list. Yes. I, I'd, Once, I'd, I'd like to be the cleanup guy. Can I go first? Then? Yeah, please. My my number one, and I there's not a whole lot of explanation to be done. I want to go to a game seven of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Just game seven of the World Series. Doesn't, doesn't matter who. Doesn't it matter is. who. It's just the the finality. The what sort of um, coaching are you going to include in this game? Because you know that this is it. So I just want to go to it. Okay. So your, I would guess you'd want to be um, in the the home team. Well, I'd hope or a neutral observer. I'd I'd hope that but, but I'd see, hope I'm, that I'm trying to picture this year. I'd hope that it'd either be Game Seven of the World Series where the Brewers are the home team, or yeah, a Game so Seven of the World Series where I don't really care, but I'm at the home ballpark. The the electricity, and that's where kind mm-hmm. of always going the home ballpark thing. I mean, obviously the Brewers yep. changes everything, but if you're a neutral fan, yeah. I think you'd want to be at the home ballpark, and you know you want to be a couple rows behind home plate, and yep, right. Uh, Switzerland's yeah. beating Spain right now, one to nothing at halftime. Thanks. Uh, that just shows how much my my whole like ballpark thing is. It's just. I I spent all of my capital on my that's what she said, <laughs> and my Josh's mom likes an eighteen inch wiener. Oh boy, do, do do not underestimate that. That is that is that is climbing Mount Everest, Kilimanjaro, and what's that really nasty mountain you've heard about? K two. Thank you. Uh, K two. So Justin did K two and Mount Everest back to back, and. And by the way, buddy, you seemed a little sensitive about it. That moon thing wasn't a bad idea. It was kind of clever. It was clever, and it was good, and then you destroyed it. Yeah, I didn't well, destroy I was, it at all. No, no, you were. I was trying to explain how cool it was. No, and then you said, raise his eyebrows and then you that. said, did, what's the yeah. scientific probability of that? <laughs> Is that even possible? You couldn't even. We're going back in fucking history and sitting in a lawn chair with a cooler. <laughs> fucking dumb. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I'm, anyway. I'm sitting, yeah so josh go <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna drink i'm gonna drink, I'm gonna drink right my now. peppermint patty here and what are we on what am i doing i don't fucking remember <laughs> yeah yeah you do i just saw it here um no i don't know what do we what'd you just say justin <laughs> 
Uh, oh, the event, the event oh, that you want to be the, at. The bucket yeah. list. Bucket list um, event. Yeah. Jesus. I, I, uh, it took a couple seconds to get that good. to collect. It's oh. because of the peppermint patty. I, I want to go to the World Cup. And I know I'm uh, bringing back to soccer a little bit. Derby. But not even a derby. Not even a derby. The World Cup. The World Cup. I just want to go see the World Cup. Because that would be... So does the, the championship of the World Cup, is that just one game? Or is that three Well, one, once it... No, no. There's no aggregate on the World Cup. It's just one game. Okay. One so you game. want to go to the championship of the World Cup? I. You know what? I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say that. I don't need to go to the final, of the World Cup. I just want to go to see the any um, of the World Cup. Games. Any of the World Cup games, and I'm not talking about like the the qualifiers or whatever. No, no, but no. When no. they like they actual like world, country. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like when we bet on it and we pull the names out of a hat exactly. type of thing. I, I want to go see that. I want to see the fans. I want to see just how... Uh, to the state of Wisconsin, we don't bet actual money. It's just like you have to buy dinner for the next oh, person. right. Yeah, yeah. We don't do anything of that. But I want to go to the World Cup. I want to see that. I want to... I think that'd be great. And I feel bad because we... Uh, the mm-hmm. World Cup was in uh, the United States in... Yeah, it I think was. 94, I think. That was when I was 10 years old, though, so... Uh, anyway... Travis, do you have a... Uh... Isle of Man, TT. Heard of it, guys? Anybody? The Isle of Man? I oh. just heard you say titty. What? <laughs> Isle of Man, TT. Okay. Google it as I'm talking. Hmm. That's the Isle of Man tourist trophy. It is the most amazing motorcycle spectacular race you have ever seen in your life. And I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. But there have been at least 200 deaths in this event since the early 1900s, maybe the late 1800s. So they, what they do is basically they have people on motorcycles who drive a 24-mile course. And it is through basically small villages and cities. They don't have any runoff area. They don't have anything that you would ordinarily have in a race. It's the most outrageous, dangerous thing you've ever seen. Now, it sounds like hyperbole, right? It's like, yeah, the most dangerous thing ever, evil can evil. But this is something that hundreds of people do every year. They lose dry or riders and some fans every year. Coach, are you checking it? No. not? Okay, <laughs> great. So... Um, Anybody have any questions, I guess, because both of you don't seem to know what the Isle of Man TT is. No, I don't. I have no idea. I've no, never heard of it before. To, if anybody goes to YouTube, Isle of Man TT on board, it's the most outrageous thing you've ever seen in your life. And you're going to say, Travis, that is super cool. Thanks for bringing that up. There are riders. Can, now, keep in can mind. I, can so, I interrupt no, for a not, second? Not right now, because I, I did finish here. It is so. What? What? Okay, go ahead. Uh, the second thing that came up on a Google search when I typed in Isle of Man was TT deaths. So <laughs> Thank you. And I'm sorry to be a jerk. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. Okay, thing. thank you. We're hitting home now. Finally. Okay, good. It is the most outrageous thing you've ever seen. Now, the best riders in the world are not allowed to participate because their sponsors don't allow them to ride in it because of the danger you will find 8,000 videos of Isle of Man. And now there's a guy named John McGinnis. 17,600 in 0.31 seconds. Okay. Say that again. How many? Uh, 17,600 results in 0.31 seconds. Okay. So 
this race includes a whole lot of classes, but TT, and it sounds like tourist trophy? That sounds really stupid, like, because it's saying Yahoo that gets off the boat. Well, 100 plus years ago, they basically said anybody that came to race was a tourist. So it became their class event. So if you won the Isle of Man TT, you are basically the best rider in the world. Can I interrupt you for a second? Uh, in my Google search of this, in 2019, three riders died. In, oh, well, no, this is the 2017 Isle of Man TT. Three riders died. That would be the equivalent of the Indianapolis 500, three people dying in that race. So when you, so when you die at the Isle of Man, you hit the side of a house or the side of a building or you are thrown off into 200 acres of sheep grazing it's the most outrageous thing you've ever seen and i feel and don't feel bad for not being too aware of it because i probably like five years ago i found it for the first time it is outrageous they are the most skilled go ahead coach no, I was just going to say, uh, when I Google searched this, um, there is a, 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 a search that was at the top that said the 2019 Isle of Man TT recap winners and fatalities video. <laughs> so, I mean, this the fatalities are just as prominent it, 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 as the winner of this. It, 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 it's included, and there have been any number of fans and spectators over the years, and they put them in a different category. So uh, I want to oh go, and, and my wife actually wants to go to the Isle Man because there's pubs that are lining Does the circuit. Go see this? Most people, yeah, Oof. yeah. I don't want people to die. I don't want to see that. Believe me, but you can stand within two feet of someone zipping by you at 210 miles an hour. It's the most outrageous. Have you ever heard of Guy Martin? No. Coach. Uh, no. Find your. Okay, I see you. I see you. See an onboard here. Just crazy. So that's mine. All right. That's nuts. They're coming way close to walls and shit. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, finish up with the Gruber. Can we do this, please? Does anyone want to start? I will gladly start with the Gruber. Go ahead. All right. I don't know. Hold on a second. Whoops. So. I don't know if you guys are aware of the Schmidt Pain Index. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard of that? No. So the Schmidt Pain Index is a, a thing that a, a guy started by, um, like, accounting the, the pain of in, insect stings. Okay. Is this much like the misery index that you see on TBS with it the tenderloins? But anyway, um, so impractical jokers. Yeah, yeah. So the Schmidt pain index. He supposedly got himself stung by a lot of insects, and he found the worst, the worst, like pain you could ever feel by getting stung by an in. By an insect. And the worst was a bullet ant, mm. which was a, supposedly like being engulfed in a flow of lava while you just, all you could do is sit there and scream. Oh my God. So I would by let a bullet ant bite the tip of my dick. Okay. Rather than listen to a gruber. So I've got one for you. Go. 
I want you to listen to this first. Ooh. I would rather. Are we gonna uh, like violate copyright stuff now? Like it matters. No, I it doesn't matter no, for I the three think. people that are listening. I don't this. think so. I All want right. you to listen to this, and I'll tell you what it is. Maybe you know. Ready? Yep. Anybody? What is that? Sounds an awful. That's Yoko okay? Ono. That's Yoko Ono uh, in 2010 oh. at an art museum, and she had oh. about 20 people around her doing whatever the fuck Yoko Ono did. And you know what? I don't give two shits about John Lennon and the breakup of the Beatles, and I know there's thousands and thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people that blame her and see her as the enemy, but I'll tell you what. What she has done, my God, I, I would put her on any list. I would, li- I would like to listen... I would rather listen to Yoko Ono on repeat <coughs> than listen to David Gruber. Coach? I don't know if I can beat that. You don't have to. <laughs> I would rather be on a nice motorcycle ride on a Saturday morning at a daylight uh, sunrise. Jesus Christ, Travis. It was better this time. <laughs> it was marginally better this time. Focus on your deal. No, I can't. You, really? The, literally, you cracked open that beer and poured it into that glass so, from like three and a so half So you, you didn't have a problem with Yoko Ono, but that, that beer pour just threw you <sighs> a loop. Go ahead, Justin. Let's go. Let's get through this. <sighs> Focus. Okay, I would rather be on a motorcycle ride on a nice Saturday morning at sunrise, enjoying my scenery, the smell of dew on a nice summer day, and then all of a sudden coming around a corner and seeing some fucking farmer's cow in the middle of the roadway, and I go headfirst into the cow and die. I would rather die by motorcycle crash into a loose livestock in the roadway than listen to David Gruber. Do you die instantly? No, it's a painful death. It's you hit it, and then you get to lay in the roadway for a couple minutes thinking, oh, fuck, I didn't do anything wrong. I just hit this goddamn cow in the roadway. <laughs> but no argument here. All right, mm. guys, do we have anything else we no. want to talk about? Uh, did you check the itinerary and see if we missed a bunch no, of stuff? No, we missed a bunch of stuff. It doesn't matter because we're uh, three okay. brews in. So. That's accurate. All right. Very good. Have a good night, everyone. Day. It's still daytime. I guess. All right. Good night. <laughs>